Hey, Patriots fans, if you want to see Toyota's best offers, including those not seen on TV, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's official website for deals from the official vehicle of the New England Patriots. Toyota, let's go places, but keep it local for now. Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The world's original This is Patriots Unfiltered. Presented by Toyota's official website for deals, buyatoyota.com. Patriots Unfiltered! All right, welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is, um, yeah, Tuesday here in uh, Gillette Stadium. We are back from Frankfurt, Germany. Uh, overall, I think it was a successful trip, except for the game. Uh, but otherwise, I, I think the Patriots made their mark. On Frankfurt? I thought it was tremendous, yeah. the yeah. trip itself. Yeah. Uh, I was a little cu- uh, curious, Matt. Well, wh- what was that Patriots unfiltered? Oh, Isn't there another? Oh, yeah. Play Patriot and Ungefiltered? Yeah. Yeah, play that one. I, uh, that's the name of the show, I thought. <laughs> we need that one. But, on yeah, I agree with you, Freddie. I thought it was... Um, I thought that was some good some good times. Patrioten ungefiltert. No, I don't think that's what Matt. I don't think that's what I liked it better when it was Matt. It's Deuce, it's Evan, it's Paul, it's me, it's Matt in the booth, and yes, we have returned. The thing that I hate the most about the trip was we let the fans down. Like the fans were out in force. Well, we didn't. Like just well, the organization. Like we we wanted to come away nope. with a win. So I'm with I, I know it's not like we're we're not going anywhere this year. We're not going to the playoffs. But at least those fans from Germany and around would have said, "Yeah, I came to the game and I saw our, my team win," and we couldn't pull off the win. And that's my biggest regret of the whole week. Otherwise, I think it was a successful trip. But just not being able to pull that win off for those fans that were there. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw it. Did you see the fan march on Sunday morning? Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah. With the marching band and yeah. like a thousand people. Yeah. I, I mean, it was great. Getting I, on a train. Yeah, train. I mean, that was awesome. And so I, I you know, I want to thank all the fans of Germany and the surrounding area. And sorry we couldn't get you the win. That was it's, my. It's not our fault, Fred. It's no, okay. It wasn't our fault. But I, um, I totally agree. My favorite part was was that sec- that Friday night at Gibson's with all the Patriots Unfiltered fans that came up to us and waited in line to to tell us how much they enjoy the show. It, and there was a line. Wasn't it was there, a line of was people, so, and that was so cool. You know, I have to, I have to admit that was really cool. You know, people are like, do you mind if I take a selfie? I'm like, of course. This is the highlight of my trip. So that for me made it all meeting all you guys uh, out there. So thank you for p- everyone that came out and. Yeah, it was disappointing. Couldn't get a win. Couldn't get a touchdown. Even that was. Uh, I think more people recognize me in Germany than here. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You're I, like I, David I, Hasselhoff, yeah. right? Yeah. Not me, but you know, I could see that for you guys. You're bigger in the UK, Paul. That's your. That's no, your, it was. That's it was. It was a lot of fun, and that post, uh, the post show portion at Gibson's was, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We, you said all it, over Paul, the place. We, we were like the Beatles. I tried to tell Mike and Evan that it was going to be, <laughs> and that exceeded even my expectations. But like, I, 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 I try to tell them that people are going to come up to you randomly and. And yep. just you know want to talk and and yeah. that, that's yeah. exactly what happened. And, uh, yeah, I was walking out of the stadium to get to the buses after the game, and people were still stopping me. Yeah. Like as I was yeah. walking out, out yeah. across the Evan field. Evan Lazar, over here! They, they should, I love you so much, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. we listen to you all the time. <laughs> yeah, they're like, "Can you sign this?" I was like, "You want me to sign? Like, why? Why do you want me to sign it? Yeah. I don't want to devalue it." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, that was that was great. Um, and I lost. Oh. The, about Gibson in that show, we had a lot of people say, "What happened to the show? It yeah. didn't, you know, it didn't upload." And that was the plan going in. We knew there was going to be music playing in the background, 
And because of licensing issues, if it's, you know, not from our licensed library, we can't put it on demand. So, you know, we knew going in that we weren't going to post that show on demand. But as it turns out, you probably couldn't discern the music anyway. <laughs> that's, the, well, the that's bass not, was like. That's not what everybody upstairs told me today. They said that that show sounded, sounded and looked great. awesome. And, you know, it's it's too bad people missed it because it was a fast and loose show. We, yeah, were, it was we, a had, some, we had some silly commentary that, that's now lost forever. So sorry, guys. Yeah. We'll tell what we were and talking about. Just so you know, Mike was the king of the fast and loose commentary. <laughs> I mean, you, you have to. True. You have to listen live. Yeah. I, yeah. You know. I try to warn people when I put the tweet out, like, listen now or lose it forever. You know. Yeah. Is that the Top Gun? Take me to bed, lose it. Yeah. Yeah. But um. Hey, goose, you big stud. <laughs> but a, a great, a great experience for all of us. The the game itself, um, the fans singing. You know, they, no matter what was going on, they were going to have a good time. Yeah. You know, it didn't really. It, I know it mattered to the Patriots fans what happened on the field, but. They were there, and they were going to have a good time regardless, and they really did. Yeah, yeah, even the media, like the international media that came in and asked questions, like the press conference was pretty fun. Like it was loose. It was, you know, Bill was good mood. The players were all in good moods. Um, some fun questions, you know, from around the world and, and people getting a chance to, you know, ask the coaches and the players some questions for the first time. So, Evan lost his job. <laughs> yeah, right. Evan was a jilted lover. Well, yeah, Mac, the quarterback might have lost his job. Mac, <laughs> so. Mac, Mac called out a guy from the U.K. as an offensive coach, and yeah. right in front of him was – the true offensive coach, Evan. And, uh, oh, you should have yeah. done a throw your hands up in disgust. Yeah. That I, that I just oh. got up and walked I, out. I, pro I, I thought about it, but, you know, I, 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 st I stayed professional. You just and said, Mac, how could you? <laughs> and you just storm out after all we've been through. It's yeah. funnier uh -huh. if he's, like, weaving his way through all those chairs and, like, making a whole dramatic exit that yeah. takes way right. too long. Yeah. And Aaron's like, what's he doing? I'm trying to storm out. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. I'm very upset. Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, but you know we have to talk about the game. Yeah, uh, it was ridiculous. Yep. And it, it's I to me it was weird because last night the Bills lost to the Broncos, and this morning they announced they fired their offensive coordinator. Yeah. yeah. What the hell are we doing? I yeah. mean, like not to say anything about Bill O'Brien, but like we're worse than that. Yep. You know, and the Bills are like we we can't stomach this anymore, and they made a change right away. Something's got to give. I mean, two well, field goals, you know, and you know, we're not playing the eight, uh, the 85 Bears here. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it kind of started out, like, positive. Like, that first drive, it was like, they're kind of stringing some stuff together. It was one of their, you know, better drives, but... Yeah, it just it didn't it didn't really matter, and yeah, I I can't believe that they lost to the to that team. He had so many chances to do it, and usually that's a Patriots game that they win almost every time, even in these dark days. Like win on win on the margins. Yeah, yeah. and and no. they got what down to the nine tournament. at the end of the game, or what what nine or thirteen, whatever it was. Yeah. But I'm thinking, okay, they're gonna punch this in, they're gonna do yep. it. Oh, they, and then it. that throw, and I you know it's an outdoor press box in Frankfurt, and I just yelled out, "Oh, Mac." <laughs> You know, like I couldn't help myself. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. Were you the only one that heard it, or did everybody look? Oh, I at think it everybody. Did. I think everyone in our row did. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Jesus. Fred. I mean, it was. You never do that. Uh, open air press boxes. Yeah. Fred is a little bit more loose. It's yeah. a little bit different. Oh yeah, it's a little different because you you blend in with everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just felt like that's, that's why pick. I love him because it's of uh, him. <laughs> it just felt like that pick was the culmination of so many things, like season long, you know, kind of Max career long. We've seen him going down this path of throwing off his back foot. He has hasn't looked comfortable in the pocket and you know the offensive line has given him good reason not to but I think the thing that just stood out with me with Mac is just like he has no escapability he has no ability to extend plays it's if pressure is there he's turtling on it and you know he just and it's slowly devolved to the point where 
that was probably his you know his worst interception of the and, year. And and it was a perfect example or comparison because they're going up against Gardner Minshew, who's he's not that good a quarterback. Oh. Yet he was doing what we need Matt to do, which was extending plays, throwing on the run, finding guys. <laughs> I think those two guys had a competition to see who could be worse in that no, game. But to Minshew, be honest with you, but but <laughs> if if Mac had made an, as many plays on the run, extending plays when. You know, flushed out of the pocket that Minshew did, we would have won I, that I, game. I, in all seriousness, I, I just for a split second, I think they both had the same problem. They both continued to try to get a move around and make plays off platform that didn't need to be happening. I, what, what, and, and I that think could be true, but he I, was hitting Pittman or whoever. But he missed way more than he made. Is, is is the point? And if he just sat there, and I'm talking about Minshew now. Just sat there and threw the ball. I think there were plays to be made. I think he had open guys. Well, that's fine. And then he also I, was victimized by some drops I, by his guys. I, yeah, but, and I'd rather miss the play than get sacked. Yeah, I thought Mac. And I'd be curious to see. I know you know we're a couple of days removed now, so Evans, you know, all through his film study. Listen, the pass protection wasn't great. I'm not trying to tell you that this offensive line is is a great offensive line. I just didn't think there was that much immediate pressure that he constantly. And I think even down to the last interception which was horrific, it was such a combination of bad everything. Like, I think he felt pressure that wasn't there. He, as Evan has been talking about for months now, fading away, throwing off his back foot while falling back, badly underthrowing a ball because he doesn't have the skill set to get it where it wants to go. And I just think across the board, bad throw, bad choice, bad decision, bad everything. I mean, he threw it to the right guy. It well, was wide open, but who Gasicki? Yeah, he was yeah. wide open. Oh, but yeah. he needed to get it further. He just needed oh, to yeah. throw right. it, to, you know, to throw it, yeah, up, up, to throw up it in properly. The I didn't think, like the five sacks in the first half, I didn't think it was a train wreck. Now that certainly indicates it's a train wreck, and I'm not telling you that they were great. There was some pressure, and I just thought a good quarterback would have dealt with that pressure a lot better than he did. Yeah, I'm not telling you it was all on Mac. The sacks. I, I will say they might have all been the fault of the protection. No, but I just thought a good quarterback I, I, handles I, I, that. I better. will give Mac credit for one thing. I thought in his press conference he had the most human, honest answer I've ever heard him give. And I, you know, when they asked him, "Do you think Belichick still has faith in you?" and he says, "I need to play better," and the way I played, I, I don't know. I that was as honest as you could be and yeah. as human as you yeah. could be in an answer. Kind of defeated. Yeah. Um. I, I mean, I'll just say my piece real quick before before Evan jumps in. But I mean, I felt like you know some of the pressures. I mean, I went through watched all those sacks. It's just yeah, I think there is pressure there. Mm -hmm. But like I said, he just has no ability to avoid the rush. So if there is pressure, he's going down. There's no ability to get away to make a subtle sidestep and get around a guy and then he'll deliver it. It's just if there's pressure, he's done. Period. Yeah. It, go ahead, Evan. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. Time of death, fourth quarter, sixteen, <laughs> four minutes and sixteen seconds. You're calling it. it I'm I'm out. I, I'm all the way out. Like it, you, it, you mean now you're out? Like four weeks ago? No, I because I, I I gave him as long of a leash as maybe anybody. Right? Like I kept on trying to give him a chance and trying to give him a chance. Uh, I said this to you, Deuce, uh, upstairs. This is one of those games against a backup quarterback in Gardner Minshew who stinks. Like, he's awful. Yep. That if you're the guy, if you're a franchise quarterback, I don't care if you're under duress. I don't care if you have nobody to throw to. You find a way to score 11 points to win the freaking game. Right? <laughs> like, you just – you have to be able to find a way to win a game like that. And uh, for all the reasons that you guys said, you know, you know, in terms of the actual game itself, I think you guys summed it up well. And, you know, the back foot stuff – just a 
deer in the headlights in the pocket just has absolutely no mobility no ability you know even subtle mobility like it doesn't even have to be these you know uh big like josh allen type of like run around plays it's just just sides take a step to your left or right and let the guy drive by you right like just you know kind of make some subtle movements and things like that It, it just none of it he is a absolute deer in the headlights in the pocket i'm glad to hear you say that because that's how mike and i sort of talked about in the post game and sometimes everybody goes back and they look like oh he had no chance he had no chance i I didn't see it that way yeah i didn't think the protection was good i'm not i'm not telling you it was good but i i just thought there were opportunities to like okay you're gonna get hit when you throw this one stand in you see that guy's coming make the throw yeah you know and people are like because even now i still see these like these still shots on Twitter, which the, the stills really drive me crazy. Oh, yeah. No one's even looking oh, back I, for a pass. Okay, like, okay, okay. Right, I, right, right. I got an issue you with that. You have to throw the ball in anticipation. I right. hate that so much. The No one's even looking for the ball. I'm like, what What are you doing? You realize that this is the NFL. It's not everybody go out in a route, turn around. Right. No to you. No to you. Oh, hey, you're still open. Like, you throw the ball when he's still running the route. Like, um, but, you know, I mean, we could go through them. I mean, Buckner on one, I think, Evan, you wrote about with just, I mean, taking Cole Strange and just like, hello, oh, don't even get, hello, don't little even guard, you trying started. to block me? <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> um, you know, and then you had So get get beat really cleanly right across his face. Ramondre just completely whiffed on, on trying to pick up a, a blitzer. Um, so, you know, it wasn't, I mean, I read Greg, too, and Greg was just like, it was the pressure. Oh, you know, he he kind of was right, and I'm like, I, I, uh, I it's can no true. longer read Greg. I apologize. No, I know. Greg. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. They it was, changed the way they do clips. I can't read them. Yeah, anymore. it was it was in the uh, it was in the first paragraph. So of the, the fact that Greg sticks to that, you know, mantra, yeah. means that Max one of his sources. <laughs> really? Well, I, it has to be. I mean, right? he's a, he's I, an offensive I, line I, guy too, and he can't... loves the offensive line. I just, I mean, and I don't think he's necessarily wrong because the pressure yeah. was there, but I just think that there were opportunities for a savvy quarterback to, like Evan said. Take a step up, take a step to the left, you know, to, to allow the, the – you know how, like, oh God, I hate doing the Brady comparisons, but, you know, a good quarterback, they know how to step up. They know where the pressure is. They have an innate sense of it. He has yeah. no innate sense of it. Yeah, and it's, Brady, Brady didn't run around, but it was, like you said, the subtle movements, foot, left, foot, right, forward. Boom. I mean, you he know? got like 20 years into his career before he started really watching the rush. Because mm-hmm. even Brady at the end started sort of saying, sure. you know – Making some business choices. You well, know? I think he did it out of frustration. Yeah. It, it, some of it was performative, you know, throwing the ball on the I, ground I, and I, all I, that. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying that. <laughs> no, I, think I just he, think he, at, at some point you get tired of taking it. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. But, like, he was just upset and he, you know. Performative. There, know, there's I'm absolute, no longer trying to win. I'm just going to throw the ball into the ground. There's absolutely no question that the pressure this the pressure in this game was, was up there with Dallas and New Orleans. Like, it was that bad. Yeah. I, I mean, he was under siege. And you met, you brought up Cole Strange. Who I had him for six pressures in this game. Just absolutely horrible. Like, and he, him, and, and him, and so run blocked pretty well. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll give him that. They ran the ball well. Uh, the, those two guys and Onwenu really were game changers in the run game in the second half. But they, in pass, this is a passing league. So if you look at a guy like – So's been okay in pass protection until this point. This is probably other than the Eagle game, which was his first game ever. Uh, this is probably his worst game in pass pro. But with Strange, if you can't pass protect in the NFL in 2023, then I can't ha- – you're, you're no good to me. Like I don't, I don't care how good of a run blocker you are. If you can't keep a guy from harassing your quarterback for four straight quarters, then it's, then it's no good. But – there were three plays in this game, and I, I broke them down 
and after further review, uh, you know, one of them was the one that O'Brien chewed him out on the sideline uh, where he's got three open receivers. Like you just, you have to make a throw. I don't care which throw you decide to make, but the ball's got to come out and it certainly can't come out. And this like underhand shot put thing that he did over to Ramondre yeah, Stevenson oh. that probably should have been a pick six, but yep. Ramondre luckily got a hand on it to knock the ball down before the corner got to it. Uh, the, the pass to Hunter Henry in the back of the end zone, just a duck. Yep. Like an absolute quail. Uh, and then the, the interception. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Uh, put <laughs> that in my head. Uh, just t- wrong club. Like, first of all, dri- drive the ball in there. Right. You, uh, what, what are you floating it up there floating, for? Yep. Uh, drive the ball in there. Totally inaccurate. Threw it so early that by the time Hunter Henry gets his head around to look for the ball, it's already over his head. Yep. And so he's like looking around like, well, where the heck is the ball? Like He knew he was it was coming to him, but he didn't know where the football was. And then the interception is the worst throw I've ever seen a quarterback make. I think yeah. it's it's up there. Yeah. I mean, it's it, almost like he it was up there. He was for afraid me. to throw it. I, uh, like he, I don't understand how it doesn't reach the receiver, not even close. No, Un- no. unless he thought that Colt was a Patriot. Like it, it didn't even have a just shot. Just like he thought Magic was going to get it there somehow because yeah. he just was like, Meh. you had to fire <laughs> it because you had to get over a yeah. layer. You know, yeah. there were, were there were defenders in front, but you've got the tallest guy in that area. There's a place to put that ball where Gasicki can catch it, and yeah. only he can. And, like, I don't know what he was thinking. I, I honestly say this, and, like, I, I don't mean to be, like, rude. I, I think Paul can make that throw. Like, yeah. that, that, that throw is as wide open. I don't care what level of football you're playing. Yeah. That is as wide open as a receiver gets. I, think I, I agree. Could, could because, I make it? Yeah, you could probably make it. Because you, you, that's that. the kind of throw that you don't need. Like, the arm strength isn't in. No, in you just lob it over the guy. and You softly you put it over the top and just allow your, your yeah. you know, it's an easy it's an easy throw and catch. Um, the, I wanted to go back to the play that he got wrapped up on and try to underhand shovel it to, to Stevenson because – because I'm glad Evan brought up the fact that there were three people open on that play because a lot of people said, like, if he had just thrown it to Stevenson right away, he's wide open out there. Yeah, he was. Like, he's out in the flat and he's got an easy first down. But that's not – obviously, that's not where his head took him. Yeah. Like, whatever the progression was, it wasn't to start there. That's a check down. But he had other options and somehow still allowed the pre- – and th- that was one of the plays. Yeah, there was pressure. Guys flashed. But to the point where – you couldn't find any receiver that looked like, like, it looked like he had options on that play. He had m- um, multiple. He had Hunter held Henry and held and held over the middle. I think he probably could have made the throw. He's waiting for the linebacker to to declare. You know, he's holding the ball. Pop Douglas is running like a little shallow cross. And that linebacker is either going to stay back and he's just going to dump it to Pop Douglas for the first down, or if that linebacker comes up and jumps Pop Douglas and he can throw the the pass to Hunter Henry between the two safeties. So he's holding the ball, waiting for that to develop, which I I understand his process from that standpoint, but he just froze. Like, he just froze on the read, and Juju Smith-Schuster is open for a touchdown, like all by himself on the right sideline, and then Ramondre is open in the flat just for the little check down. Uh, Bill O'Brien, you know, we, we haven't gotten to talk to him yet this week. I sometimes during the bye week, we don't. Oh, you may not want to talk. So, you see him on the sideline? I, yeah, I loved that. And not because yeah. of Mac. No. I just think that's Billy O. Yeah, yeah. Right. That's how he coaches. Let him have it. Yeah. You know? Where's that yeah. been? Yeah, I don't know. I don't like to guess at to what he was reacting to. So I, but I guess it's what you're talking about. I looked right at that here. play of like, look, yeah. look, it's let's, right here. let's assume yeah. that's what he was yelling about. Totally warranted. Yeah. I mean, it's just... 
it's there. Like it's 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 there in multiple places. Like you just have to make a throw in that yeah. situation. You can't just stand. And I there. just thought like the visual, Fred. And I don't know if you did. You actually catch the the visual on? No, on we your, were actually. Right. This is the rare time where we were sitting behind the Patriots bench, so we didn't have a good look of what's going. Usually mm-hmm. we're and you didn't see it. the monitor. Okay, so yeah. Billy O and Mac are on the bench, and Billy O's got the surface. You know, he's like showing them, and it's really demonstrative. Anybody with a set of eyes knew what was going was on paying attention bill oh yeah okay bill is right in front oh i did see that. i saw that and and it's just kind of like looking through like, the polaroids yeah, like, like nothing's happening you know yeah. nothing to see here but you know we can hear it oh, right yeah. get and em, get em, you know bill. not surprisingly yeah. you know two you know two series later they, they made the move now but, i i don't know how you guys feel about the timing of the move i i'm with evan a thousand percent the move had to make had to be made I just think that he wait, they waited too long. Like once you get, yeah. you know, a minute fifty-two on your own fourteen-yard line with no timeouts, yeah. Hey, hey, hey kid, go and win me again. Yeah. Well, I, I hear it's that. It's too it, late then. But you know, people on our row were saying, you know, they got to put in Zappy, and I was thinking, like, it's not going to get any better with Zappy. I mean, you that's know? probably what we're going to be talking about for the rest of the season well, too. I, <laughs> I got, I got to be honest with you. He made two throws that I didn't see from Mac all day. Well, and then he made another yeah, one. Like, yeah, like listen, you got to try to try. You you yeah. you're running a play. It was a dumb play, dumb play by Zappy yeah. to try to like it wasn't there. It didn't work. You try to fake spike. Yeah, you, you, and I what did I say? What did he do? Throw into a defensive team yeah. meeting. Yeah. You can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Throw it away and live to fight well, another you know, down. I, you I, have to. I, you I, have to. After that interception, he you got to bench him. Like yeah. I tweeted it at the time, I was like, "That is a benchable turnover." Like yeah. you, you just can't. You can't. You, it, the Were rest you surprised, of the team. Though? Uh, I'm I not, was. I'm I have not to admit, because I was. that that to me, that interception and the body language that Mac had on the field and then walking off the field to me that was curtains on his Patriots career. Yeah. Like it, like it's over. Like I, I just I don't think he plays another snap well, for the Patriots. I, I think it certainly will be if if Belichick stays. Like he's. I don't think he'll ever be Belichick's. Yeah, I'm gonna do. I'll do an Andyism. He might start another game this year. He might be the Patriots' starting quarterback in a game. He will never be, again be the Patriots' starter if right. Belichick is the coach. No, I hear you. You know, and or hopefully, if anyone's and, the coach. you know, the obituary on Mac will be written. You know, at some point today ap- was the after day the season. He no longer was <laughs> oh, the coach. It's already but, right. but quarterback. from from the first season, in my opinion, they mishandled him right from the get go. And I said it in year one. I said they're managing him too much. They're not letting him oh. make mistakes. Yeah, maybe they knew. You got to let this guy make his mistakes, you know, and understand his limits and how to do things. And I think they managed him too much that first season, and he got a false sense of security, hmm. you know, a false sense of security. And Hold then take. And then by in year two, we all know the disaster of that was. But I think they mismanaged him from year one. I go back. He's not Peyton Manning, but I go back to Peyton Manning. His first year, he had way more interceptions than he had touchdowns. He looked terrible, but people knew he's going to be fine. Yeah. Just let him – and he learned that first season how to be an NFL quarterback. Mac didn't learn in his first season how to be an NFL quarterback. He was managed too closely. Well, do you think, though, that he would have had the same success if he wasn't managed like that in 2021? Like, would it have well, looked think, a little bit worse? I think a, all that other stuff is valid. The, yeah. the lack of help, the lack of offensive line, you know, the Matt Patricia, all that's I think, valid. I think Mike is saying, do you think he would have been any good if they didn't? I, I think, but at least we I think they, they coaxed something but out of him by many, doing that. But look how yeah. many people, fans included, were duped. 
after that first season. How many times do we get the email or the call? Well, he made the playoffs. I know, but he we, was the best quarterback. We know how to break that down. I know we know how to break that down. I just, I mean, I the, the feeling I have is that I know they didn't do him a lot of favors and they made it hard on him. But I think we're ending up. We're we're always going to end up at the same place that we're at right now. That he is Maybe, not the guy, think, and he's not. He I doesn't think, have the the toughness and yeah, the yeah. you know the ability under pressure to, to do those things. But I'm just, not saying you're wrong. You know? No, but I think it's, a, it's just an interesting I, take. I, it's a little different. I just all. think from from. That first season, he was mishandled. Yeah, you know, people that's, that's people look take. at the second season, but I'm looking at the first, and I said it during the season. So this is in hindsight. Like, like how they so weren't though? even allowing him to throw into the end zone. Either that, or he wasn't doing it on his own, and that should have been a red flag right there. But, but based on what we've seen since, maybe they shouldn't have been allowing him to throw the ball into the end zone. Well, well, that, that, I think that's Mike's point. I know, but play calling and everything. I think they he was highly managed to not make mistakes. In his first year, yeah. and he didn't. I mean, it, I mean, uh, you know, to, for the most part. Yeah, well, we can talk about down the the end of the, that season. I mean, I, I, I mean, I see what what you're saying. I just, I just wonder if we would even have gotten past the first season if they hadn't had tight reins on him, and it would have been like, oh my god, Mac Jones, and you know, if he had. Ten touchdowns and sixteen interceptions, and you know, would would what would where would we be? Because I think yeah. you get to that offseason, people would be looking for another I mean, quarterback. He, I think he ended that first season thinking he knew what it was like to be an NFL quarterback, and he didn't. That's to be to be the guy, you have to take chances. You have to put the team on your shoulders and get that eleventh point. Yeah. As <laughs> yes, wh- however so you do it, however <laughs> you do it, because the ball's in your hand on every play. You know, whether it's calling out the plays at the line and changing them because what you see, you've got to figure out how to score 11 points in that game. It's not like they were playing a great defense. Well, um, and my point is, too, is like I would have had his back today if he had to win a shootout on Sunday under those conditions. If he had to score 27 points to beat the Colts on Sunday with that protection and the receiver, you know, he's he's got Juju Smith-Schuster is clearly just washed and he's got two rookie six round picks playing wide receiver for him. And if that was the case with all that conditions, I would have said, I mean, what do you expect him to, he's not going to score a lot of points with this type of environment, but he needed 11 points. Like they needed one touchdown drive for him and he had, four trips into the red zone right and they went over yeah. for four. four in the red zone that's tough yeah so it is what it is um we're at the bye now the patriots are two and eight um i mean nine and eight is still in the conversation right yeah. uh i i forgot I, I, I kid i was going to text you that but i knew like you're coming back it's from touchy. germany it's oh not i know time. no I, we were already here and we were just living yeah. living our best yeah. lives not having well it's time. funny because you know a lot of people are tweeting last night after the bills lost uh that the AFC is is really it's like the Titans and the Patriots are the only two teams that aren't really in it in the AFC. Yeah, Everybody the, else is in it. I saw someone tweet it's turned into a bloodbath, and it's true. I yeah. forget who tweeted that, but that's true. Like the conference is is really really deep, and it, it's funny because when we had the whole De- DeAndre Hopkins, you know, debate, there was a lot of talk. Like well, he went to Tennessee. What do you go to Tennessee for? Like, and I was like. I don't know. I, I think they're kind of the same as up. Well, they are. Yeah. They're the only two teams, as Evan said, that are really and, out of it. And right now, because the Broncos lost, is it true the Patriots have the third pick? Yeah. So I, that was kind of where I was getting they at. They were at the third pick going into that game. Yeah. I, I thought four. No, no. They're, they're at three. And yeah. as much as you can look at it and say, wow, if they just were able to win a couple of these games that they should have won, they'd be in it. Saw that on Twitter, too. I'm, I'm kind of glad they're not. Because like to, to what to what extent like at this point the only thing that matters is Drake May or Caleb Williams that's it 
Like it, it, it's the only thing that matters when they play the giants after Thanksgiving, they should lose because that's going to be a really important game when it comes to seating. Like if you, in terms of the, the tank, like if you beat the chiefs and have a really good field goal, feel good game at the end of the year, I'm not going to lose much sleep over it. Cause that's a fun win. That's a cool win. It's like, like the be, Buffalo, game. right? Like the Buffalo game, but th- these games against the giants and stuff like that, Start Malik Cunningham. I don't care. <laughs> so, like, tank, so, baby, tank. So what's going to happen if last game it's the Jets yeah. and it's Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Lose. And, they, and maybe, and maybe yeah. they Please. need to get into the playoffs. Right. Yeah, I just think that the Jets, um, I, don't, I don't think we're going to see Aaron Rodgers play because I don't think they're going to be in it. And that's going to take that. I've been thinking right. about that. Oh, God, that's going to take that. win. Because I, I think, you know what's funny is Zach Wilson's uh, – I don't know if you guys have watched any of the games. Like, they played on Sunday night. The previous week they played on Monday night. The Sunday night game, I I don't think he played terrible. No, he threw a terrible pick that cost him the game. (laughs) Other than that, how was the play? (laughs) No, no, no. But, like, yes, you're right. You're right. But but unlike Mac, who I think played terrible for four quarters, and and I know that other people think that he didn't. Like, I think he made zero plays in the game. And then he topped it off with – what should have been back-to-back picks in the red zone. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I think Zach Wilson, like, they got – I mean, he threw for, like, 250 yards. They were kind of moving the ball. They, they were similarly 0 for, the, 0 for life in the red zone. They were getting touchdowns called back, two of them called back. Um, and I, I just think they, they weren't that far away. But I, I just I think now that the, the these are the games they were supposed they they had to win like they oh, had yeah. to they had to beat those them. are running out quick I mean you like got they one had to more, beat maybe. The, no no I meant the the Jets they had oh, to beat the, the Raiders I think they're gonna they're gonna be playing Miami I think um, you know Buffalo at some point is gonna have to re- rebound I think they're gonna be I think Buffalo's gonna miss the playoffs what the is way, Buffalo's the problem is it really the offensive coordinator they like turned what, the ball what? over five times <laughs> yeah yeah they're off, just a joke their I mean, offense is really really vanilla. It's like almost like the Patriots offense last year, but like they just have Josh Allen playing quarterback. Yeah. So every once in a while, Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs just are Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. But if that's not there, then it's turnovers. It's inefficient offense. It's all Dable back next year for the Giants for the no for the, for Bills. the Bills. Oh, for the Bills. Yeah. I would no. I'd take him back as the head coach. All right. So but w- yeah, they uh, mm. they had. Um, in addition, they had four turnovers, plus they turned it over on downs in their own territory. So that's five turnovers, and they were winning. Yeah. And if they didn't have 12 oh, guys God. on the field on the last play that of the game, so they would have won that yeah. game. That yeah. was so funny. I'm sorry. Like, I know we're not, like, glass houses right now, but, like, no, that, that was, was absolute. The and and I, was, I, was was so, I was so happy. Like, and I know we're not supposed to, like, root, blah, 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 whatever. I was so happy because Buffalo so badly did not deserve to win that game. And just because of what Evan said, at some point, like Josh Allen just made four or five plays. James Cook, despite fumbling three times, made did you four see the one where he, great picked, runs. he fumbled and then it on bounced the on the ground and he picked did it up and that? kept running? He I've never like, seen that He had that like a 40-yard run. Yeah, right? like a yeah, yeah, picked it up. He yeah, got, yeah, he got yep, like 20 yep, yards. Yep. A guy strips yep. him. It took a bounce, bump, bump, right hit him in stride, yeah. and I think he accelerated yeah. Yeah. after he recovered. It was like he dribbled. Yeah. I've never yeah. seen anything yeah. like it. <laughs> it was a, an amazing game to watch. Not particularly well played. Do you guys think in, in terms of well played, there's something about the Europe games, the European games? Like they, they're a little less played. They don't ever seem to be crisp. In I don't think way. I could play a crisp anything after like feeling what it was like to get over there and just to get reestablished with sleeping and well, food. Well, don't you and think like it's hard? 
you know, it, the game itself wasn't crisp, but when the Patriots played in London, I think they were crisp. I yeah. think they, they. I thought it was terrible football. No, they destroyed the Rams. I don't really remember. Maybe the Rams were terrible. Yeah, maybe just. The but Rams I mean, but I don't. I don't even think that. Like the first touchdown of that game, just as a point of comparison, was a bomb by the Rams for a touchdown. That kind of stuff never happened to the Patriots. Yeah. Not not then. <laughs> Let me re- reiterate. That was like 2012. I don't. Know. That stuff didn't always happen yeah. to the Patriots. Yeah. No, they're all. They're, they always seem a little out of sorts. You know. I mean, I yeah. was a little out of sorts. Like the, the, the Chiefs time, and so. Dolphins are two. Really good teams, and I don't think they played great football. No. It was a close game. 21-14. But I don't think it was a really well-played game if you watched it. Especially if you're you're trying to market the product to these people. And they're just so happy. It doesn't matter to them. And and that was, you know, I, I wrote something on Saturday night before the game, like, if they win this game, that was kind of my biggest takeaway of being there was sometimes it's okay to just be a fan. And, like, here I feel like we're, A, we're in it. Like, we're really in it. But, B, like, the doom and gloom has just sunk into this region so much because of the state of the team. Those people were just happy to be there. And that's there's something to be said for that, that it's sports. It's not this big, you know, life or death type of thing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's okay to just be excited to watch your team play, and then the game happens. You know, somebody was saying, though, <laughs> you know, we look at it as, you know, you know 10-6. But for soccer fans, that's two scores for each team, which is like a lot of scoring in a game. You know? I was also looking at it as, uh, let's see, uh, nine punts. Woo-hoo! They like when the ball gets kicked. Yeah, there you go. Give them what they want. Miss, miss field goal by the uh, rookie. Yeah, for the Patriots. up close to. Well, actually, if they had had the things extended. Don't fine. get me started. Uh, don't. Why, you thought, don't you thought started. that was a field goal? No. Well, some did. Really? They did. Uh, one one, one did one particular higher. coach did on the sideline and and by, can yeah. I just like quickly on the special teams? Uh-oh. Why are either of those two guys still here? Okay, like so, this is unbelievably ridiculous. They spend so much time. They spend so much time that they got penalized for how much time they spend on special teams. Literally. <laughs> They they yeah. literally got OTAs <laughs> going, going back to the OTAs when they had because the, they spend too much time on special teams. Line. They have three dedicated special teams coaches, two who are coordinators or former coordinators on special teams. They have they drafted two specialists in the same draft. Nobody's done that in like thirty years. And on top of that, they have, hired a free agent. They have all. Have you? Is does Chris Board play? <laughs> Yeah. I haven't heard Chris Board's name a single time other than the only he, time I remember his name was when he got called for that penalty. He got called <laughs> for a penalty. They have five players. I counted five players if you include Ty Montgomery, who I do because he played one offensive. Snap, I would include him as a special teams only. That player. are special teams only players, and they have the worst special teams in the NFL. Like if that doesn't tell you something about where this team is at right now, I, I don't know. The, the special teams were abhorrent. Like, they were horrible. They missed two field goals. They allowed a 41-yard kickoff return. They tried to block punt, and I talked to some of the guys after the game, and they were just like, yeah, like, we thought they were going to do one thing. They just kind of checked at the line of scrimmage to another blocking scheme, and they picked it up. And it's like, uh-huh. that, that, like that's what you got? That That's the best you can do is you don't have a returner deep. You think you have this wrinkle. They make one simple check at the line of scrimmage, and it's like nothing ever happened. What happened? Right. With, why? Well, How does it the get ball this bad? You lose. It was a sixty-nine yard punt. Right. It, it completely flipped the field position. Right. And, and it just—you can't tell me that that they that these coordinators should be here still. And, and you talk about like you know the Jets or excuse me the Bills with Ken Dorsey. 
So that's what Fred opened Make with. Make a change. And, like, I, and at the time, I, I wanted to, to get into this rant. I kind of did this a little in the post game. But then I'm like, you know, we're Patriots unfiltered. Do we have to? But like that to me, if you want to come out of a game and make a statement, just do something. You know, I don't care if it's wrong. Just do something. Like Joe Judge got to go. But uh, he's an offensive well, assistant. Listen, we're Paul. in a bye week. <laughs> it's, not that, the, it's not to say something won't happen no. in the next two weeks. Yeah, like, I just like for all the things that Evan said, and, and I really got annoyed by the the punt by some people really defending the decision on the punt and Bill kind of like. We did that last year against them. We saw something, and now, you know, we blocked a punt, you know. Uh, okay, like, first of all, I'm going to trust that you're not lying to me, which I've checked in the past, and I found out that you were, in fact, lying to me. You did not recount the situations the same, but I'm going to trust that that's accurate. I didn't go back and look. Like, so they're on their own 13-yard line with 12 minutes left in the second quarter, and this is the time that you deem to set, you know, and if it if it doesn't work that way, then you just you, you drop back and you set up a return. Why do we got to set up a return? Like, let's just assume it's like a 45-yard net on the punt. Average run-of-the-mill net. Right. You're going to have good right? field. Decent field. I'm going to get the ball at my own 40. Right. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Right. Like, we're going to take the risk of. We really need to score off special teams. Like, we really, this is the only way we're getting in the end zone today is if we send the house and, and out. Plus, the fact plus you that knew that you weren't going to get in a shootout. And, and, yeah. and plus the fact. Because they were playing their backup quarterback. You're in a stadium where the punters are saying, yeah, you kind of can't go for the <laughs> hang time because of the scoreboard there. So you knew it was going to be a, a, a kick that was going to roll anyway. Yeah. Just because That's of the That's a stadium. good point. I didn't even think of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, but they were so not close to it that he's, he got all of it, right? Like, usually when you send a well, punt. And that's what Bill said. Like, he yeah. had a good punt. Yeah. Oh, because you weren't close. But it wasn't a high punt. But when you send a, a, a punt block like that, you at least think you're going to alter the punt. Like right. the guy's going to have to just get right. it out of there, right? Right. right? And that didn't even happen. And I, I guess what they thought was going to happen was they thought that the Colts t- typically block man blocking, right? Just hat on a hat, man blocking on the punt. And they expected them to bring one of the gunners in to even the numbers in the man, and then they were going to overload a side. And I guess apparently the Colts just checked to a zone blocking scheme, and it just didn't – it just and wasn't set was up. Fine. Yeah, and it was all fine. And I just – if it, that that's your ace in the hole is to try to block a punt, they, they've come what a long they, way from the Chuck Pagano uh, weird right. alignment. But no, and I got to be honest with you, Fred. And, yeah. I, and someone said that on the radio. So I think there's not a lot different between those two things. I thought that was a ridiculous yeah. time to try to do that. You know, you know, what would be perfect is if they fired Cam Acord and promoted Joe Judge now from offensive uh, assistant to special teams. But we know he's the special teams. I know. Team I know. Watch, know. Watch I know. He's, you know that's my whole, he's that's the one the whole yelling point. at everybody. And like, <laughs> to Evan's point, like the field goal, the field goal wasn't good. Okay, first of all, um, it was on the outside. It, I mean, it, it was over the top, but it was on the outside. And to be like, I don't know what you're so angry about. Like, why is it like that? Every one of these games has to has to devolve into we got screwed. Hmm. Like after the game, it's we got screwed every week. Who was the coach? The one yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. And you, he storms around like, I don't know. It, it just, like, two years Norman in a row. Like, you know, l- l- last year, last year it's it's him with the quarterbacks, and, and he's definitely part of the problem there. And uh, they did the right thing with Patricia, and they said, look, it, uh, let's just get you out yeah. of the building. Like, this just isn't going to work. Right. He gets to stay. Now he's coordinating the special teams, and his special teams unit is a disaster, despite the fact that they pay all these guys to come in and play special teams. 
and they keep all the you know Brandon Schoolers of the world and stuff like that on the roster. You can't tell me that they don't have good special teams players. And I keep yeah. saying this, everybody points to the specialists, and I don't really look at I don't blame the coaching on the specialists. Much like I never gave credit for Nick Folk never missing a field goal, I never gave that credit to the Patriots, even though they were glad to take it. <laughs> okay. I don't blame Chad Ryland's well, the operation missing. Yeah, yeah they do, Fred. You're I, right. I, 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 they do take credit for it. But to me, that's different. I don't blame yeah. the fact that Barringer, again, had two touchbacks out of four punts or five punts, yeah. whatever he had. And he remains in the bottom third of punting. I don't blame that on the coaching. Although that one, that was a bomb. Yeah, 70 had, y- yards a, in the air. He had like a 79-yarder or yeah. something like that. Yeah. But um, – the the return they continue to kick the ball short because they're smarter than everybody and they continue to allow the guy to get beyond the twenty five. This one coming off of your field goal to get within one allow them to get to midfield on a forty something yard return. Well, at least the guy Ty Montgomery, one of their special teams only guys, made the tackle. Yeah, there you go. Saved a touchdown. He did save right. a touchdown. Ernest Keep. Okay, I, I thought McKenzie was gone. Now the other way, you know, when when they do it the other way in in Ty Montgomery and he does this now virtually. Once a game early in the game, he tries to take one out, and he doesn't even get to the 20, let alone the 25. That's the stuff on, in, coupled with the, the litany of penalties they've had on special teams all year. That's the stuff that I, I'm putting on the special teams coaches, you know, that, that kind of thing. So you had one play where you dialed up a, a block field goal that was tremendous, and how many are on the other side? All with, of them. You know, every other one is on the other side. They haven't made any impactful play since week two on special teams positively yeah. and this is you know two weeks in a row now at, that last week against the commanders they completely imploded on special teams like Co- that, i mean it, it largely cost them the game yeah and then this week it, it you, you could make an argument in a 10-6 game that these little things absolutely cost you the game then too yep. i mean you kick make two field goals it's 12 to 10 and you win the game it, it just I, I don't know how what more evidence you need with those two coaches i don't all right well listen that was germany um, now we we're haven't gonna, even talked about Jack Jones yet. Yeah, well, the, yeah, the Brats Jack, were great. I, I think we should <laughs> oh, talk. I, I, to, I do want to get our listeners oh, involved, but we should mention, as you said, Jack Jones released, and Bill's answer was just, "It was just time yeah. to move on." And uh, we all know that this was, you know, had something to do with off the field, it had nothing to do with performance. Oh, it had plenty to do with performance. That was to me the final straw. Yeah. The last three games well, on the field. Well, if you're not going to play well, then correct, right, correct, right. right. So he's gone. He's gone. Yeah, fourth round pick. And he Both ain't coming back. Picks from yeah. Oh, last I like year. someone. Someone asked him if he clears waivers to go to the Brats. That was no, no. Yeah, uh, yeah, no. That, that was, was the only the definitive most, question. That, that answer you got. Yeah, that's probably the most honest answer he's given in right, weeks. Right. I liked that answer. I'm not surprised at all. I mean, I don't think anybody. I'm just was. surprised it took this long. Yeah. And you guys know how I felt in June. I would have done it then. But yeah. it's like you know, and Paul, you've been all over this. Like, why why are you taking chances on this guy anyway? Like, you know, you continue to rely on unreliable players and this is how you get to two and eight yeah so okay so jack jones is gone and like i said this is the buy there's no telling what's going to happen between now and you know a week from next sunday changes there, there, changes. Could, there could be there could be and we're going to see those we're going like to might know something now we're going to have a locker room open this afternoon um i don't anticipate we'll glean anything from that particular situation but i just he said everything's on the table i'm just curious like i you know, knowing how they are, I feel like they're going to come back with some significant changges. And Jack Jones was clearly the so first shooter. So, who do you think plays quarterback? Bailey Zappi. What about Will Zappy. Greer? I mean, I just—I wouldn't be surprised if Mac is completely inactive for the game. I was thinking yeah. Mac would be the third. 
Well, yeah. back yeah. he, he did go to the X-ray room after the game. Yeah, he said he's hit a bruise. So, but I'm just saying that's the, that's the setup for right. Yeah, you can't say right. that. Put him on IR. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> suddenly Indy's back on the show. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I think Zappy. I just I think everybody's kind of infatuated with Will Greer because he's an unknown commodity, and you haven't seen him go out and do the things you've seen like Bailey Zappy do for better or worse. Yeah. And it's like, well, maybe he's amazing if you just give him a chance. Let's see, Will Greer. I think it's probably Zappy. <laughs> I was so starved for any kind of offensive production that I actually I said to do he threw the one to Henry on third and five I was like that was a good throw <laughs> see <laughs> I know, I know. that's how starved I was for anything was and there I a thought, zappy chance in the, the one stadium yes. Oh, yes. yes oh yes you could hear it I mean but at that but point but it wasn't until he was in yeah yeah yeah, yeah. at that point it was, they were just trying yeah. to support them yeah him, but that's yeah. why I'm kind of glad like the uh the Giants game is at the Giants, so you can just kind of not have to worry about the Patriots. I just, just don't being like all so. Tommy DeVito is going to start for the Giants, I'm assuming. Yeah, and it's like how you it might be really hard to lose to Tommy DeVito. I can't see them losing. I know I've picked them the last two weeks, and I've been wrong the last two weeks. But but I what's can't it look like losing. with Zappy? Like I, I mean, that's it's like it's going to look better than this. Yeah, it cannot so. look worse than well, what it, what well, it was. One on question Sunday. I have is what is you know, the mood in the locker room at the Giants compared to the Patriots because, like, we're hearing some things like yeah. it's not good right now here. I don't, like, are they still playing for Dable in the other, in, in other words? That's a good question. You know? That's probably a deep dive over the next couple yeah. of weeks. Are they they're playing this week, the Giants? Do they have a game this week? Uh, does anybody know off the top I, of their, I, their skulls? No. I do not know um, yeah, I don't know. The I Giants mean, are playing the Commanders. It's just, it's just such an playing interesting. Playing the Commanders. Oh, boy. It's just such a different dynamic, though, when you have a backup quarterback. And the Patriots are rolling out a first-round pick who, you know, is supposed to be the guy. I mean, that I think to me that's a, a major impact on what the move is. When a team's like, look, we got our backup quarterback. Like, we don't have to take it if too Tyrod seriously. If Tyrod Taylor but, were playing in this game, ooh, that's a good I don't think that they would beat the Giants, to Evan's point. That's but I think one. Tommy DeVito, they tried to play an NFL game the other day without really throwing passes. Um, kind of indoors, <laughs> you know? Uh, I don't think you can do that. What a, uh, what a pa- mistake. I mean, the Patriots made history. I mean, they managed to take a six-round quarterback, and he turned into the greatest of all time, and they took a first-round quarterback, and he should have been in the sixth round. So, you know. You have a lot of tone today. I like it. We're all, I think we're I all like still it. a little tired. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A little angry and This morning was testy. Today was the first day I woke up, and I felt normal. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I slept well last night. I got in I, a little yeah. after 9 o'clock. I'm still getting them real yeah. early. You right. got home nine o'clock last night. Yeah. Oh, you sound great for that. Yeah. I thought you were home earlier than that. No. I. Yeah. That's yeah. that's fine. Nine o'clock. Got a good night's sleep. Yeah. I I, I purposely stayed up on the plane on the way back on Sunday yeah, so I, I could three sleep. movies. Yeah, I watched three movies. I did too. too. <laughs> and uh, I was sitting with with two two people. I don't know if they want me to say their names over there, but we were like, let's watch movies together. We'll and we'll we'll talk about. It. We'll all stay awake. The two of them. <sighs> Like oh, really? an hour into the flight, and I'm just like, nope, I'm staying up. Like I'm doing it. Sounds like you guys had a pajama party. <laughs> it, it was pretty. That was Did the you do idea. Each other's hair too. Brad, Bradley couldn't no. hang, huh? No, it wasn't Bradley, <laughs> but he was jealous that he, it wasn't Bradley. <laughs> like he was, he was like, you guys are all sitting together except me. Right. <laughs> we had a good, uh, yeah, we had a good trip. It was yeah. a good trip. Yeah, good bonding right. experience. Well, let's go uh, to the phones. Eight five five Pats five hundred is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web Radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Both phones in. Email is lit up. Let's go to Christian in L.A. What's up, Christian? Hey, you guys. How are you doing today? Okay. Welcome back from uh, Germany and that, that that thing. So three quick nice comments, speech. and um, here we go. On Bill Belichick, I think nine times out of ten. When the coach is on the verge of getting fired or the, the thing is collapsing, it's because 
that coach has attached himself, whether of its own or someone else's, to a quarterback who can't play. Quarterbacks are coach killers. Yep. That's that's number one. I would agree number with that. Number two, Mac Jones. Mac Jones, apparently we got the run of the litter of the Alabama quarterbacks of late. I think it's time, obviously, for him to go. We're not going to exercise his fifth-year option, but I do think we owe him a soft landing. I think to apologize for sort of the mismanagement of his early uh, development, I think that was on us, so we owe him a soft landing. But I think it's time to move on. Here's my big idea. I think over this next two weeks, we bring in Malik, let him put together some packages for him, and at the same time, start looking at Dallas to trade for Trey Lance. Matt Jones would be a great replacement for Dak. They sort of play a similar style of football, and that would be a great soft landing for Max. We have the rest of this year for Bill to develop the offense around, you know, the Malik-type quarterback, and then we have Trey Lance developing the rest of this year and all of the offseason. He's got the tools to be one of these new-age quarterbacks. That's my big idea. Okay. All right. The um, the let's only let's idea, talk about it a little bit. Thanks, the, Christian. The only idea at quarterback is, is it Drake May or Caleb Williams? It, it, that's it. Yeah. Like, there's no well, other What if question. you can get somebody like Trey Lance or we were talking about Justin Fields and you can get uh, Marvin Harrison? I, I know it, you're just, like, offering the other side of the coin. Yeah. But it's no. It, 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 if you don't have the quarterback, you don't have anything. Yeah. That simple. But what if – all right. What if the so first the, two picks – There's a lot of hypotheticals. What if you have the third pick and you can't get him? Exactly. That's the only reason – like, that's the only way I'm taking Marvin Harrison is, like – But if you can't get – those two guys. I don't hate the idea of Trey Lance. Uh, I don't really. I, I. I'm just scratching my head trying to figure out one similarity between Mac Jones and Dak Prescott. Like I don't really know of one similarity. I. I was gonna let that. There we go. There's not. There's nothing physically. Okay. Similar about. <laughs> Here we go. Any of any of them. <laughs> you can't do the cadence. You, you keep turned, laughing during the cadence. You've today. turned Jeez. mean. <laughs> I'm not mean. I'm, I, 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 I might be snarky, but I'm not oh. mean. You're mean. Oh. Um, but seriously, what is the the physical similarity between Dak Prescott I, I, and Matt I, Jones? No, 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 no. And it's I'm just there. looking forward to playing these games for the next six months. So, I, in other words, I don't really this, understand why that, why Matt Jones would be valuable to Dallas in this trade. They obviously looked into Lance as a reclamation kind of project. Well, you know, Who a plays a similar style to Dak Prescott. Right. And if we can <laughs> and if we can rehab him, yeah. yeah. You know, Dak's had some injury problems. Maybe his career's not going to be one of these twenty plus year careers that, that some of the others have. We have Trey Lance. I don't really see anything about Mac right. Jones that's like Trey no. Trey Lance. And if he's shown any promise at Dallas since he's been there, why would they want to get rid of him? The only reason they want to give him to you is if they got him in their building and they said this kid can't yeah. play. Like we've got an practice. up close look, right. like yeah, fine, take him. But, yeah, I, I do worry that even though they are seemingly ticketed for the top five, do you need to be one or two to get one well, of those right. two guys? You know, I, I, I totally hear that. I, I just – to me, they they need a new starting quarterback in 2024. Right. It's the, oh, yeah. However they get there, I guess we can deliberate over the next oh, we will. six months, which and I'm we, sure and we, we will. Had a guy, we had a guy call in saying, like, you know, it's a done deal. You can't get one of those two. And I was like, well, why? Like, yeah. They're in the top five now, and like I just, there's I still, three. I still think there's this notion of people that think they will not finish with the top five pick because that's blasphemous around here. Like they're two and eight, everything is on the table, and and I got to tell you, I watched a good portion of that Atlanta Arizona game. Kyla Murray is going to win a couple of games for them. 
that might be one less team you have to worry about finishing behind. And they might also just not, not take a, a quarterback. Not take yeah. a quarterback. No, they I, believe in no I know yeah. that, but I don't think, you know, if you if you had to ask me right now who's going to win more games the rest of the way, Arizona or Patriots, I wouldn't think twice of who I was betting on. Yeah, I, I understand the, the arguments of, you know, and I've been there the whole season. The next quarterback has to have a better supporting cast than this. Yeah. Uh, that's that's apparent. But in my mind, like you have ninety million dollars in cap space to work with in the veteran market. Like why not just sign T. Higgins or you know it's trade for somebody that come Brandon Ayuk or whoever comes available and build it the supporting cast in the veteran market and draft the quarterback. Like that that to me is just as twenty one right twenty one. It's so just what as is easy. it like? Um... So if Carolina gets the number one pick, that would be Chicago, right? Yep. So if Chicago's one, and let's say the Giants are two. Yeah. The Patriots are three, and Arizona's behind, something like that. Or if, you know, so in other words, the Patriots can't get Mayor Williams. I wonder if that opens the door for them to maybe trade with somebody, and then you get maybe Kyler Murray in that trade. And, you know, try to work it that way. If Arizona just decides we're going to just take the next quarterback, I think that's unlikely because mm-hmm. if you're not going to be able to get one of those one of those top two, now I'm with Evan. I don't know which one they're going to fall in love with, but i got to think one of those two guys is good enough for you to take, Williams or, or May. Yeah. I mean, I can't believe that all of these guys are wrong about these two guys. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be a good argument to be made that they could make a trade like that and maybe acquire another top 50 pick this year so now they would have three top 50 picks or even if like they trade with chicago for example and they get both their picks or something like that then that 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 would be a good trade probably but i I just you can't you can't keep spinning the dial at quarterback like you have to have an answer at that spot uh let's see rashad's in baltimore hey rashad hey what's up dad can y'all hear me yeah line three yep Okay. All right. I um I'm not I'm not gonna try to be too long, but I first I'm, I know last week I called and said I don't want Zappy, but I think we got to start Zappy. Like, if, if, we, if we want a chance at that that pick, we got we got to start that. Like we got to just like if we're gonna tank, we got to fully tank. And that Giants game next week, that that that's a game I'm not missing. Like we have to lose that game. We have to lose that mm-hmm. game. Like. All these games we could have won this year, that can't be the one game that we're going to win. We, we got to lose that game. Yeah. I, I mean, I get the theory. I yeah. just don't think it's realistic that they're going to roll over and not win on purpose now. Who knows? Maybe they'll decide after the bye week, well, we think Mac gives us the best chance to win because that, that would be kind of tanking. Yeah. If Mac gets trotted out there again, that's kind of an indication that you're tanking. Yeah. Or, or throwing, making a human sacrifice. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, well, I, I think – for his own benefit, you don't start. I mean, he's that, a wreck right that's now. That's kind of and – and I wrote this this morning I, in my note. It's it's as much about, like, let him just take some time off. Right. Like, give him some – you know, and I think Evan's uh, point about the possibility of him not being active in the game is valid. I think that you might see Zappi and um, Greer, you know, both, both w- active. Wouldn't you love to be a fly in the wall, you know, the next two weeks in practices and in, in, in the uh, position – rooms you know, not, not, which, not particularly I, I would just like to know how they're coaching this week It'd be like a snuff film you know I, I i think that and i know that other people have brought this up i think one of the bigger problems is that they are coaching the same way 
And I think that some people would say, oh, well, that what else would you do besides? But what I mean by it is like these players are it's hard to play here. Like these players are going through these practices. They're staying late. They're in these meetings for hours on end. Yep. Uh, they're getting chewed out in film sessions by the coaching staff because they're brutally honest, like worse than us. And they're, they're going through all of these things to be two and eight. And at this point, like that's why, you know, I, I said last week that I wouldn't fire Bill midseason out of respect to what he's accomplished here. And I still largely feel that way. Um, but at the same time, it now does set up as a nice time with the bye week that if you're already going to do it at the end of the year, and I, I'm, I don't know, but if you are already going to do it at the end of the year, I, I do think it's maybe worth seeing what how they respond to Gerard Mayo and just how he takes over the room and how guys, you know, what's the rules under his regime and how do guys feel about it and that sort of thing and get the pulse of the locker room of is this better you know is this easier is and when i say easier i don't mean you work less hard but just easier but and kind of like with the raiders like right now but kind of along the lines of what they did to bailey zappy is it fair to mayo you know like to, to, like to zappy all right go fix it it's a mess and you know it like is it i know I'm, I'm not saying yeah. i don't think it is i just I, i'm wondering i like the way evan put it though i don't think they're they would be looking for him to go fix it i think they're looking to see how they respond to him you know, some of the players respond. Now, Fred makes a good point, too. There might not be a lot of guys in there that you care how they respond to anybody. Right. right. But there should, there should be enough. I mean, all your guys that are on rookie contracts are going to be here next year. It's just a good it's a good opportunity to basically have him audition yeah. for, for the job and, and see how it goes. I, I just – this, yeah. to me, is, like, almost worse in some ways. It's almost worse to, to Bill because it's just, like – we, we we know you're just going to keep losing. Can't believe I'm going out like that. Right, exactly. It, it just it makes you wonder. Uh, Tim's in Carolina. Hey, Tim. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Yeah, so I kind of just looking at the Jets schedule down the, uh, you know, for the rest of the season and looking at the Giants the rest of the season, I actually think both those teams could end up with a higher pick than the Patriots uh, just based on the strength of schedule. I think the Jets Honestly. already have enough wins to not finish behind the Patriots. Yeah, just have what four wins. Well, they yeah. only have yeah. They have four wins. Uh, yeah. And if the Patriots beat them, this and the Patriots show. beat the beat the Giants. Now the Giants, I think, are going to finish with a worse record than the Patriots. I think you're right on that one. Uh, the Jets are going to win one or two more, just like you will, and then they'll be ahead of you. I don't think you have yeah, to worry. I don't. I don't worry. I don't worry as much about the Jets. I worry about the I, Giants. I, I, either way, I don't think they're going to have a top one or two pick, and I actually think they're going to miss out on both of those quarterbacks. Maybe. I have this feeling. like, And I, I don't see – I mean, if Bill's in charge at draft at the draft, we're not trading up. We're not we're not doing the Kyle Shanahan three first-rounders trade up. I just don't see that happening either. Well, they also wouldn't uh, have to do that. If that's the case. If, if they're like three, you don't have to trade three, three first-rounders to move to two. Like if you're 12, well, you have I to mean, trade three first-rounders to move to two. But that's that's a little different. Think, I don't even I don't even see them trading one. I, I yeah, don't. I, I, I could. Don't see them do it. If you love the quarterback, you better. I could. Yeah, yeah. I absolutely could. But you know, we'll see. Yeah. I don't think you know. We'll, I mean, we'll see who's making the the decisions too. Do you, Do you guys watch the college game? Yeah. Yeah. Hi, so, hi, Tamara. Hi. I don't know if you guys watched Michael Penix play this weekend, but. 
the wind was whipping there in Washington. Yeah. Unbelievable arm in bad weather. Yeah, I saw a little of him. Kid play. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, he'd be a nice consolation prize if they missed out on the first two. You want to take him with, like, uh, the really third do. third or fourth pick? Well, that's, that's I think too high if you're looking me. at the draft board, I would look at, you know, who can you – if you can trade down and there aren't people that – there aren't other teams that are looking for a quarterback, like maybe you can trade down two or three spots and get an additional pick in there and then pick up the quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, okay. I'm all I would, set on I would, Thanks, Tim. I, I'm not interested in Michael Penix in the top ten. Me neither. I, I'm not. I yeah. mean, I, if you want to say, like, you're going to be picking with the third or fourth pick of the second round and you want to maybe move up into the bottom of the first round to get someone like like Penix or J.J. McCarthy even, like, I don't really love him either. But that I could be sold on. But I'm going to maneuver around to reach for a quarterback that I don't think a lot of people think is a top 10 guy. Now, maybe I'm dead wrong on that. He's a little older. He's 24. Two, yeah. With two torn ACLs. In the same yeah. knee. And he throws um, lefty. Yeah, but, but he does have a good arm. <laughs> Le- throwing lefty is killer, though. <laughs> can't a, have that. A lot of lefties don't have strong arms. Uh, he does. He's right. The caller, Tim, is right about Why do you say that? I don't know. But it's, 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 I'm just telling you. It's, yeah. Michael Vick had a pretty strong arm. Michael Vick was a, another exception. He <coughs> threw the ball as Go well as anybody. I, I just uh, – with Penix, I, I'm i still waiting to see if Penix can, like, hit anything at the second le- first level of the defense. <laughs> like, every time I watch He does him, have really good receivers uh, in college, yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> the, the so uh, his uh, – I'm uh, gonna butcher his name. Yeah, I know. What his, you're talking about. He's gonna be a first round pick. Rooney yeah, his yeah. his top receiver at Washington is gonna be a first round pick. Good, good players. Uh, I I just with Penix, he throws a a pretty deep ball, and he can move a little bit, and he can throw on the run, can do all that kind of stuff. I, I like Penix. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I worry about like the instructor stuff though. Like, is he gonna be able to? read out the field and make those types of throws from the pocket. And I worry about that with Caleb Williams too. Also, have you guys done any of the research on that? Like this, where are the, uh, are there mocks that are already out? Like yeah. where's Penix? Like, am it. I way off on that? Is no, he yeah. Penix can be a first round pick. That's but, for sure. But top, but top five, top like five. This, he wants no. to go in the top five. Uh, well, I mean, it depends. All, all this stuff always depends on the pre-draft I, process. I, I, like, I, cause I've been thinking of him as a bottom like half of the first round. kind no, of no, guy. no, 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 no. Top Not, half of the first round, I think. Okay. All right. So I mean, I, just because he plays Tim? quarterback. Tim, <laughs> you, you got him. I, I'm not interested in him that high. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Like, you know, who knows? Like, Will Levis was supposed to be a first-round pick, and he ended up falling to the first pick of the second round. So you, you just – you never know. But but but, but, uh, but that's – see, I would say that's fine. Like, is there a huge difference between, like, 26 and 33? No. Like, but there's a huge difference between 4 and 33. No. Yeah. I, I would look at Penix as a guy that's, like, probably in, like – I don't know, like the the eight to fifteen range. Like he's he's a he's someone. Okay. Bleacher Report has him as number twenty one overall. That's, yeah, that's where I. That's my mind. Now I don't want to be lockstep with Bleacher Report, but <laughs> my mind. That's where I. I think right, but him. if they have him twenty one overall and he has a good pre draft, and he's a quarterback, yeah, quarterback, he's going to go ten picks higher than twenty one. Yep. yep. So and it's going to be it's like the Mac. teams. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be the team. Exactly. I wouldn't have taken. No. Yeah. Yeah. But we don't have to re-legislate that. I think this one, like, not is like a little bit more, you know, Zach Wilsony, where like he's gonna yeah. like Penix is gonna look really good throwing the ball in at his pro day because he's got a hell of an arm. So it, it's gonna look good in 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 shorts and a t-shirt, no matter where he's at. That's what people say about JJ McCarthy, but I don't see that when I watch Michigan play. 
No, J.J. McCarthy, I think, has a little... Is, he's definitely more toolsy than Mac. Um, he can move around more than Mac, but he, he worries me because it's it's similar where, like, Michigan's just loaded. So, like, he's standing behind an offensive line that never allows pressure. He's got an incredible run game, incredible defense. Like, he, what does he really have to do in a lot of these games? What do you think of the comparison to Penix Jr. to Tua Tagovailoa? Well, they're both lefties. I think that that's like kind of where it ends for me. Like, yeah, you know, <laughs> I mean, maybe like pre-hip injury, Tua had had an arm like Penix, but I think Tua is a, a much much better anticipatory thrower. Like, he's much better at playing quarterback, and that's like my whole thing with this draft is like when we start looking at these QBs, who plays quarterback and who's just an athlete playing quarterback. Yeah, and the, I want the quarterback. And the I don't thing, want the athlete. The other thing I would say with those two is, you know, Tua played a couple years at Alabama. Penix has been in college football for like seven years, six years. Like, he should be at a level mm-hmm. higher at this point. Now he's playing against, you know, kids that he has three times as much experience as. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's a big difference. I think he spent three years at Indiana and three at Washington yeah. or something like that. No, I, I, I get why people draw the comparisons because they're both lefties, but I, I think Tua's his strengths are much different than Penix's. Penix is a raw talent, whereas Tua has, you know, all those little. And you know what's things. funny? Even though I think Tua has been successful, I don't think he would have gone as high had people not felt that he could be um, the dual threat. Because hmm. I loved him at Alabama. I thought he was. You know, a, another dual threat kind of guy who could really throw. To to Evan's point, with the anticipation and stuff like that, that's what he's brought to the NFL. But he doesn't really bring the the, the running element at all, and he's small, so he shouldn't be running around a ton with all the injuries that he's had. But I'm not sure he would have been the fifth pick if people realized he wasn't going to be a he, dual threat he, guy. He definitely doesn't go over Herbert if yeah. if they'd realize that. I, I the one guy that's really intriguing to me. I'm not a big Penix guy. Bar's a little bit higher on Penix than I am, I think. Um, but uh, Jaden Daniels from LSU. He's, is, I love him. That's like one guy that I really, if you're not going to get the tier one guys, which is Caleb and, and Drake May, I, I Jaden Daniels has Can you a, get him in the bottom of the first round? Maybe. I think that there's a possibility. Sign me up, Fred. And if you have yeah, like. He, he's like six foot, right? Six four. Oh, he's, oh, he's yeah. thick? If you, is that, who was the other Daniels? For what? Who's Mark Daniels. Mark. No. <laughs> <laughs> Are you thinking of Jordan Travis from Florida State? Because I get those two mixed up all the time. And Travis is small. Jaden Daniels, Daniels uh, has got good size. I forget who they were playing, but there was a conference game. He had 600 total yards of offense last week. Yeah. Three now, over he's another one that's been in college for a while. He should yeah. be dominating, but. Yeah, I, I do like the skill set yeah. there. All right, so uh, at this time, we we welcome uh, Tamara Brown to the show. Hi. Tamara, how you doing? How was your Germany experience? I, I'm definitely jet-lagged. I'm um, still recovering from the, the time difference. But overall, I was blown away by Patriots Nation in Frankfurt. I, I, I don't know. I kind of went into Germany with no expectation, so I think that might have been it too. But just to support throughout the week, just seeing there were – so many more Patriots fans there than Colts fans. Oh yeah! Like all week long, people were like, "Have you have you seen any Colts fans?" I'm like, "No." The only thing I've seen Colts is the, the Colts cheerleaders. That was the only thing that I saw downtown. Other than that, it was a bunch of Patriots jerseys. Um, Patriots fans were everywhere. They were so welcoming. They were so excited. Um, I don't know if it was for PU specifically or you yes, know Patriots. It was Paul, Patriots Paul specific. specifically, but just blown away. I mean, even with the loss, <laughs> I felt like Patriots Nation there was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was great. And you uh, enjoyed yourself? I did. had yeah. really great food. I went back to that restaurant that you took me to. Like, yeah. I had to go back there again. I think that was my last meal in Germany. Yeah. But I really Ever. enjoyed it. 
ever. <laughs> I, mean, I really enjoyed it. It was pretty cold there, though. Yeah, it was chilly. I was chilly. a little surprised. Was it really cold the last day? It, it looked it like, like everybody was game, bundled up. Game day game looked day. like it was really cold. Game day was the coldest yeah. day. Okay. Monday, yeah. I was there afterwards, and it was pouring. Yeah. So we were lucky to not get any of that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. The so. weather was exactly what I thought it would yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah, I, I was just watching watching the game. It looked like um, it was colder than when Mike and I yeah. were. Yeah, no, so I was. My fingers were like because it's com- oh. you're completely outdoors, and my fingers were working slow. <laughs> Is that why you had to take a break? No, I ha- well when, <laughs> when it's cold out, you have to you know go to the bathroom a little bit more. Is that a fact? Um, yeah. Also, oh. there was nothing to for him to be reporting on in that game. Uh, no, I know, but, but someone bo- sent a screenshot of the blog. Be back in five minutes. And the press there, they don't have their own bathroom. You have to go down the stairs and out to the concourse. Oh, wow. So you're oh, in the same bathroom as all the fans. Oh, man. Interesting. With the steerage. You're in. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Say yeah. <laughs> so that was different. But you sat in the stands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How was that experience? Wild. So Lit. the ushers, the crazy thing, I have a video. The ushers, like, they pump the fans up. So they're all, they're ushering, you know, people to their seats, but they're also pumping up the fans, like, making them get loud and stuff. I'm like, they don't do that here. Like, no. it was incredible. Alex and I got a good video of it. Um, I had never seen that before. But do you like it when they sang? Yeah. 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 Country yeah. roads is a little bit weird considering yeah. like the Colts that? and New England Jeez. are not country roads. They sing that every, every, every game. Yeah, but that's just one of their songs. They love it. It, oh. it was interesting. But I liked it was it. the way they did it, and they, you know, they all had their yeah. camera lights on. And I got a little choked up. I have to say. <laughs> Did you really? Now, wait, when you well, say they always sing, what do you mean? Like just fans generally for the for the games in general? Yeah, I was. Or? They did it last week for the Miami. And, and I was in Munich game. last year. They did it. And yeah. They, um, you know, because I was in the bar last year in Munich, and the, you know, they we had a German DJ, and he was playing like all classic rock from the eighties, yeah. bangers. And they love <laughs> they love all that music. That that was what like I was Logan really Boy's surprised about was that they didn't play like. I was thinking that we were going to go and see her some dunce, dunce, right. dunce, oh, yeah. dunce, none of that. It's <laughs> oh, you yeah. ready? Yeah, well, for that yeah. matter, well, like Gibson, we Sprockets. did. Uh, just for a, that but matter. like, no, like a uh, Gibson, like a uh, Gibson, you know, after the the Your show, uh, uh, we, we there. It was like Rihanna, like they were playing like American music, and like every once in a while they would mix in some like uh, German house song or something. And I had to ask Yannick like what they were saying, and it was not not to, safe for air. Well, our biggest, yeah. our biggest export is entertainment, yeah. movies, music. Music. Yeah, that's what we export they, the most. And all the like the German people Latex. that were there, they all knew the words. Plastics. Like they were, they were all into it. Like yeah. that was the music they wanted to hear. There yeah. must just be a bunch of Germans that have this like glowing impression of West Virginia, though. Like, man, that must be the best yeah. over there, West Virginia. West Virginia that's Virginia what it's all about. <laughs> Ten out of ten, do not recommend. Do not recommend. Unfortunately, I've spent time there. Uh, yeah, I would put it in the uh, bottom uh, bottom three of states. <laughs> uh, let's go to Neek in Australia. What's up, Neek? Nick. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Great. Uh, just got a question for Evan and Mike. Oh, Mike, good. first of all, do you think uh, Billy O'Brien will be back next year? And if so, do you want him to return? And or Evan, if we do end up with a top pick, uh, who would you take? Would you take May or would you take uh, Williams? I know that obviously it's probably the consensus number one pick, but want to hear your opinion on it. I'd, I'd just say I'd be open to Billy O coming back. I, I mean, I don't think he's gotten you know totally fair shake and – um, I think he's, you know, modern. We talked last year, things that, you know, modern teams are doing. I think he's on that tip. I, I, I still like Billy O. I haven't lost faith in him. But here's the thing. If, let's say you have, you know, the first or second pick and you can choose your quarterback, Billy O is eventually going to leave for a head coaching job. Do you want to, like, you know, rather that get a quarter, get a head coach who chooses his 
offensive coordinator, but it's his offense. It's the head yeah. coach's offense. Yeah, we've, I mean, you know? we've had those conversations. I mean, it's just it's something I think you got to make peace with if, if you're not going to choose an offensive coordinator as your co- coach. I mean, unless you want to just cut it down the middle and say, look, we're only looking at offensive coaches and he's going to bring his own guy and, and that. But I don't know if you, if you want to limit yourself that much. It's I mean, that's just part of life. I mean, even if you have – you know, a great head coach, and there's going to be a coordinator that comes in. And I mean, you're looking at it with Buffalo a little bit right now, where they, you know, have the defensive coach. That's what happened. It's 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 tough to navigate. I just don't know if there's that perfect offensive mind that you you're ready to hand the keys to just yet. Thanks, Nick. Hold uh, on, hold on. Yeah. What? Evan. Evan. Drake May. Drake May. Yeah. Drake May. Okay. Uh, Thomas writes in. Fun fact: Country Roads was initially written about Western Mass. Hmm. But they decided that West Virginia sounded better than Massachusetts, so they changed a bunch of words, and he cites Wikipedia. Really? John Denver? Well, oh, then it must be true, then. Yeah. John Denver? <laughs> I was just surprised I it wasn't about <laughs> Colorado, because John Denver was a Colorado mm-hmm. guy, right? Mm-hmm. Like That was always nice what dudes. missed me up, you know? Nice. That was it's nice. It's a fun fact. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good country road sing-along. There's nothing oh, wrong yeah. with that. Oh, like, no. I hear that all the time in Blacksburg, Virginia, but not in Frankfurt, Germany. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, uh, Eldred in North Carolina. What's up, Eldred? Got a little choked up. Hey, fellas, lady, how y'all doing? Good. Two questions. Uh, since they got rid of Jack Jones, any chance Bowling coming back? Or he's gone? Or he's injured out for the whole year? Out for the year. IR. Yeah. Yeah, he's out. That dog. Well, so much for that one. And Evan. Yes, sir. I agree with Bart. I disagree with you on on, uh, on Michael Penix. I saw him play Sunday, and he does. Um, no, Saturday, excuse me, Saturday, Saturday, and they're playing again this Saturday. And Drake, uh, that Caleb Williams guy, he didn't drop some in the poll. So they got him, May. I mean, they got Pennant, May. Uh, the other guy from UCLA, and my guy Jordan Travis, top runners for the Heisman Trophy, and they're going for the pick. So you no, know, that 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 was that, that was showed up Saturday. So I wouldn't I wouldn't take uh, Caleb Williams with a, two, a ten foot pole. Okay. But I don't know how you feel about it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, Thanks, I'm definitely skeptical of Caleb Williams at this point, I think is the way to put it. Um, I, I feel very, very concerned about his attitude, his father, mm-hmm. all of it. Very concerned. Like, I, I I do not want LeVar Ball here in New England. I have no time for it. Like, if you're going to go run your mouth, if you're going to go on ESPN and say that it's all, you know, the coach's fault and, you know, he has nobody to throw to and yada, 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 like – I. I got no time for that. Like at least, in, uh, like leak it anonymously. Like the current quarterback, you know. Like don't actually like put your face on it. Um, so I, I just, I, I'm concerned about that with Caleb Williams for yeah, sure. I why? Why isn't um, Jordan Travis him actually bringing it up? Just made me think of it. Why isn't Florida State's quarterback getting as much? I guess talk even though they're undefeated and, you know, oh, he's he a Heisman a, Trophy yeah. candidate. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. So yeah. He's a Heisman Trophy candidate. Um, I'm not. I, I, I don't know. I'm not as familiar with him as the other guys just Small. because he isn't in that conversation mm-hmm. as like a first round guy. Um, but he is a little bit on the smaller side, a little bit on the older side, I think, too. Right. We looked this mm-hmm. up the other day. Like, Six years. Yeah. Um, I, I, I don't know exactly like from a football standpoint why he's not higher. But my guess is, is one of those guys, whether it's him, um, Bo Nix, you know, I think, you know, Bart just texted me that Ubers might go back to mm. Texas, which is a little surprising because they have Arch Manning there. Um, one of those guys gonna end up being my favorite day two guy. I don't know who it's gonna be, but one of one of them is <laughs> one of you guys. Yeah, one of those <laughs> guys is gonna be you. like you know the guy that I'm I'm putting the flagpole in for like if you have to take one on day two, this yeah. is who I would take. Yeah. Uh, Question: Chris, uh, Would you take two? Like, would you find a new backup? 
Like, cause yes. like, cause yes. you don't love, you don't yes. love Zappy. So no, like, I would do the Robert, Robert Griffin too high. Yeah, I would not do that. Not? No, not too high. Like one early. Like, yeah. Like one, and then sure. one late. like, yeah. like RG three, like Mike said, yeah. Yeah. first and fourth round. I, I would not do that. Hmm. I do like first and sixth. No, I wouldn't. I know he's hurt, but if they were to do that, the, the Duke quarterback is kind of interesting. Riley Leonard. I don't know who they, depends on who they draft nice. quarterback. Like <laughs> If they he draft a guy, the that, was. yeah. If they if they draft a guy that's like super athletic and that's not like you know Riley Leonard, I don't think is going to be a great transition backup to that. But if they still have a guy that they hope and an offense that they hope is going to be more of like a pocket passing, you know, traditional offense, then then I've liked what I saw from him before he got hurt. Yeah, I'm not big Chris, on like rookie backup quarterback. I I hmm. want a guy who's been around a little bit. Chris with a T I A N is calling in. What's up, Christian? Hey, lady. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Come I, um, I had a question about um, <clears throat> the possibility of Bill returning next year. And, and would you ever see a scenario where at the end of the year Bill says to Robert, um, you know, I'm 72. I got both my kids on the staff. I really don't want to start over. I really want to leave here, you know, in, on good terms and leave the team in a, in a, in a good place. I'll, you know, welcome a GM and and defer to GM on on the roster. Do you ever envision any scenario where that could happen? And do you ever see Robert considering that, you know, saying, geez, yeah, I want him here too. Like, I mean, is there ever, I mean, me personally, I want to start over. I want to wipe the slate clean. I'm with Deuce the whole way. But do you guys ever see Bill doing that? You know, I can't can't rule it out. I'd say, I bet heavily against it. However, by the time the season's over and Bill kind of reflects on things, maybe he would be like willing to do that. But right now, you know, you're telling me I have to put my money on, I'd say no way. I just like, how could he expect to be successful suddenly allowing someone else to pick his players for him? Like, it just doesn't seem like it's a, it's a setup for success that way. I, well, you still collab. Yeah. But it's someone else's final decision. I, I hate collab so much. I know. It's it's such a big word these days though. But it's it's someone someone else has final say, but you know, of course they're gonna listen to Bill Belichick. Yeah. yeah. Are they? They should. They should. I, I think if you're gonna ask him to coach, he should be on board. Oh with yeah, the pick. that I just yeah. I don't I don't know why we're listening to him, yeah. period. But I, I I I have no interest in that setup. Like I understand where the, the point yeah. is. I'm not trying well, to but like it's not it but you wanna keep Bill, Bill in the mix. The question but not, is would Bill be yeah. open to it? I just think that the, the the issue is, and I've had this issue with Macro in the past, is like it, it depends on who I, I guess because like if it's just one of these guys that owes their career to Bill, then what difference does it make? If they just hand it over to Macro and they say, oh, well, now you have final say, but Bill's like his dad's best friend and he's got to, you know, tell Bill, put him Bill in his place. Like he's not going to do that. Well, yeah, no, that's fair. So it's just it, it right. depends on who it is, like, yeah. I guess. But like it would have to be somebody with some serious clout like that's done it for years and done it successfully and someone that that can really stand up to bill and i, I don't know if any of the guys that have been through here are going to do that thanks all right thank you old card oh. now but um i was thinking a guy like ernie of course he just to evan's point like somebody really established that had been a bunch of places that you know that 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 could be that type of guy isn't but, he retired yeah Ernie, of course yeah. I mean, he's way yeah. up there. Like 25 yeah. years ago. Right, way, right. Like, oh, he yeah, just meant somebody there. like that. Oh, like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Somebody with cachet. Right. Thanks, Christian. But I kind of want to go the other way. Yeah. New? Yeah. 
it's it's hard because you have to identify someone who hasn't done it yeah. or like doesn't have a track record. But I think they need to be a little bit innovative in what they do. Adams in London. Hello, Adam. Hey, everyone. Um, I just wanted to thank Paul. I mean, I rang into the post game and I, I thank Paul and Mike for the event at Gibson. But it was great to meet the rest of you as well on Friday. Um, I never thought I'd be doing the worm on a dance off and getting on stage. Was that you? The guys, so. Was that you doing the worm? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. You came out there and just blew everyone away. Yeah. Quite, well, quite impressive. Do to meet Vince, right? Yeah. Um, that's enough positivity, though. Okay. I, I think heads have got to roll. I, 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 like I said, when I called in on the post game, I think I was still in the high of being in Frankfurt and going to the game. But now I'm back home in the UK. I think some heads have got to roll. I, I don't think that we will get rid of Bill mid-season. You know, we're, we're not that team kind of thing. I think everything he's done for us, you know, end of the year, maybe we kind of say thank you and goodbye. But Evan, I think I'm with you. Cam Accord or, or, or Joe Judge, I mean, the special teams just needs to be changed. We have all these core special teamers that don't really play a role offensively or defensively. We preach about being so great in it, and it's just failing. I mean, I, I watched with my mouth wide open at that punt block you know, a 60, 70-yard field flipper. Um, I get what they were trying to do, but still, I was just perplexed. And, you know, today we've seen Buffalo have seen an issue. It hates me talking about complimenting the Bills, but Buffalo have identified an issue and they've reacted. I just think, what are we telling the, the fan base if we're just rolling out the same thing that clearly isn't working? I think we need to send a message. But I'll, I'll take yeah. it offline, guys. Yeah. But, yeah, thank you. All right, so thanks, Adam. Thanks, right. Adam. like that. You know, when, when when a coach does that, like, you know, R.A. Uh, fired the offensive coordinator uh, this morning, do you think, you know, that is, is an owner that says, hey, you got you to gotta do something. This is unacceptable. It, it, it might be. Yeah, yeah I think, I think McDermott's trying to save his own butt, honestly. That yeah. might be that, too. Yeah. I, I, it's also been in the works for, like, a better part of a year and a half. Yeah. I honestly thought because they still have a they, shot. I mean, it, oh like, yeah, the that's why over. I that's yeah. why I would do it. Yeah, I mean, that's why fine. I think it was the right thing to do. They yeah. have more than a shot. Like yeah. it, you know, if they get Josh Allen playing like Josh Allen again, and they're gonna like be, I know we joke around like nine and eight is still Haley in play. I, I told you that was gonna be a problem. Uh, you know, that's all over their message boards, right? Oh really? Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, just just like it'll be like you that think that's why the ball went through Gabe Davis's hands. It is. I have proof of it, Paul. It's not that, though. But, you know, the attention to detail, Paul, it hasn't been there. He did drop one of those fumbles last night. That was on him. One of the handoffs to to James Cook. He dropped the ball was coming out of his hands. And the pick at the end of the half was on him. Is the O.C.'s fault? Do you you blame him for the too many men on the field that last play? No, that's why I think that this is a scapegoat move. Whose fault is that? That was DeMar Hamlin's fault because he came in as an injury replacement and didn't get off the field. Okay. Um, so which much. is sad because it was like his first defensive snap since he came back. Um, and then I think he was the guy that was out there um, too long. But what I don't like is when we, you know, it's – I get the respect thing for Bill because he won six titles and all, the, all that he's done for the organization. That I understand. I don't understand, like, you don't want to make those kind of reactionary moves. You don't want to be one of those teams. Like, so every team that's ever fired a guy was the wrong thing to do. Like, because it was reactionary. Like, you don't want to be one of those teams that's on the quarterback carousel because and, – and I keep using the Jets as an example. No, you don't want to be, but yeah. sometimes you no, find some, yourself on it. Sometimes you, you draft know? Sam Darnold right. and he doesn't work out. Right. And you realize he's not working out. I'm going to change. Then I'm going to draft Zach Wilson. And you realize it's not working out. I'm going to go and make a trade for Aaron Rodgers. Right. Like, I don't think that 
it's necessarily a bad thing. It's it's bad that you're missing, but I don't think it's bad that you're saying yeah. I, I identified this guy. He can't do it. You I don't want to be someone. one of those teams without a franchise quarterback. Yeah, you <laughs> yeah, don't. No, of but course not. Not everyone can have him. <laughs> but when you recognize that you don't have one, the longer you wait, the more you set the process right. back. That's and that's right. what yeah. I think we all kind of figured out this weekend. Yeah, I think that's kind of how I feel like about the either ors of like okay marvin harrison or a quarterback is like all you're doing is kicking the quarterback can down the road like and i just think it's so i think everybody looks at that san francisco thing and says let's do it that way well and it's so much harder to do it that way so ev how much do you think you'll be and i I mean i might be right there with you but if they're picking third overall and it seems like may's gonna go first are we are we pounding the table to try to get up and get them oh yeah any chance to get them like yeah i mean well it depends like obviously so so you like both these guys well he likes may may he's a may guy williams all the way may but it's gotta be may (laughs) may's gone and you can get williams you're saying get him. oh yeah i'd run the card up there so you're not afraid to take williams no i'm not afraid to take him it's just given the situation i would prefer to take may but and I know that there's a lot of draft analysts now that are starting to sway. See, to see him being I, I, I got one issue too. with that because if you, because I think Williams is the most talented quarterback. But if you're afraid to take him, then don't take him. I think his baggage, I think, is is yeah, I think, yeah. be problematic. I think yeah. that's why May is leapfrogging him is because of yeah. the Lavar Ball thing I, I, that, I, that I, Evans talked about. I have to. It, this is one of the hardest parts for us about the draft is like we unfortunately we can't interview these guys like the the teams do and we don't do the you know the background like the teams do and stuff like that right you have to find out about Caleb Williams like what you know what is he really like you know what is he what is, what do his teammates think about him what was you know Lincoln Riley what does he think about him you know what what do people in his outer inner circle think about him because on the outside looking in there's been comments to the media uh, that he's made that I haven't really loved that, you know, earlier this year that were a little bit spotty. His dad is, is very, very LeVar ball like, and then he's crying in his mom's arms at the end of the game the other night. Like I, I just, it's all over the place. I, I don't know if I like any of that, but like you said, Fred, I, I think just all things equal. He's probably the most talented guy. Okay. Uh, how about um, speaking of West Virginia, Nakodi's on the line. What's up, Nakodi? Tamara, I think you and I are going to be in trouble. All right. Hey. So I got two things. Um, Evan, whenever you get into the draft, uh, watching that, uh, take a look at Beanie Bishop. He's a corner from West Virginia. He does lead uh, the nation in pass breakup. Just, you know, a mid-round pick. How how about this? I actually saw him play live. Against Oklahoma? Against TCU. Oh. Yep. Saw him play live. It It was good. they TCU had a corner, too. Um, that we that probably, uh, had, probably had like two or three of them. <laughs> that that uh, is going to be drafted, and uh, yeah, uh, he stood out. He did. And uh, instead of uh, like, say if May is gone, and I'm not really high on Williams, uh, taking Marvin Harrison, and then maybe moving up and taking uh, Jaden Daniels in the late uh, first round. Would you? What do you think about that? I, I'm okay. Like I, I, I hear the argument. I think the concern that I have with it is, is Mac Jones can't be here. Yeah, in I like, I like it on paper. I like it on paper. Yeah, but but it's hard to. So then you're you're counting on Daniels being ready to start right away, or you're oh. signing like a stopgap, like yeah. a Jacoby Brissett maybe, yeah, or someone like that. that. To like start a few games for you if you can't. Oh, the Tony Mads theory of Davis Mills. <laughs> sure, four thousand times just says like, that's Mac Jones. <laughs> yeah, I just only bigger. I just have concerns about that because you 
you have to find a stopgap at that point, I think. You, I don't think you can count on, you know, look at, like, the Jalen Hurts. Like, he didn't start right away, and it wasn't what it is now right away either for him. Like, it's going to take some time with a guy like that. Yeah. All right. It's, we're almost an hour and a half into the show. Paul's food just arrived, so let's get to that. We'll be right back after this. Get in on the action with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the New England Patriots. New customers can download the DraftKings app now and play free for millions in prizes using code PATS. That's code PATS only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details iPhone 15 Pro on Verizon. This holiday trade in any iPhone in any condition for the new iPhone 15 Pro with titanium, Apple TV 4K, and six months of Apple One. All on us with unlimited ultimate. Go to your local Verizon store now. Six months of Apple One, then $10 per month. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required. Less $1,000 trade in slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. Apple TV 4K and Apple One offers require eligible phone purchase with activation on unlimited ultimate. Additional terms and conditions apply. Visit Verizon.com for details. When someone accidentally threw away the school play costumes... Oh, no. Replacements were shipped with FedEx. And with picture-proof of delivery, everyone could focus on the perfect opening night. FedEx, where now meets next. For residential delivery only. Guten Morgen! And welcome, everyone. A very pleasant good afternoon here from Deutsche Bank Stadium in Frankfurt, Germany. The snap to Jones, back in the pocket, throws downfield, in traffic, caught by Gusecki. Good throw. He zips one in across the middle between the hash marks at the 35. And Mike makes the grab in front of the quarterback, Jalen Jones. That's a nice job by Ramondre Stevenson. He's your scan back, so he steps up, but then he's helping you on the blitz pickup. He's right over left guard, and this is an 11-yard dart. It's a little game they run in the middle, and it's a really good throw by Jones to get the ball. Get six. Jones fakes right, back battling, lobs it left. In the flat, it's caught by Elliott, runs away from the defender. Left sideline throw, oh, and he's knocked down in the open field. For the saving tackle made by a diving Jalen Jones. It's a little flip. There was no fake in the backfield. Mac Jones is looking to give a little fake. It's pump right, gets it backside to Elliott. And I thought Elliott had a chance to be gone. But it's the guy that comes back onto the field from the outside that clips down Zeke. He thought he was gone. Gives it to Elliott. Big hole up the middle. Sheds a tackle at the 25. And he's tackled from behind. Brought down by Thomas. <laughs> it's good to see Kayshawn Booty in the game here on his first drive. Out there blocking on the edge. Mac looks to his right. He's pressured. He moves up. And he's spun down. Covered sack. Backs his way into the sack. Dio Odengbo there for Indianapolis. See, this is this is the problem when Juju has to be elevated to be your number one. He's got nothing. He's got nothing in the legs right now. Now the rookie Chad Ryland to kick it out of the hole to the rookie Barringer from straight on. This kick from 38 yards, and the kick is airborne to the uprights, and the kick is good. So the Patriots get the game's first lead on the game's opening possession, but they settle for three instead of six. From the half-yard line, across the left hash, Minshew, the middle of the huddle. Breaks with Taylor behind it. Heavy set to the right. Toss goes right. Taylor tucks it under the right arm, bouncing outside. Turns it up inside. Into the end zone on his feet. A touchdown to the lead for Indianapolis. No, no chance here. Sean Wade on a big tight end. The third tight end they bring in. They run that toss sweep. It's Katie Bar the door. That's a lead block and just completely spins Sean Wade around. Easy flip. This is why you run the ball instead of sneaking in. You have backs that know how to get it in. Give it to them. What a drive by the Colts. 
Got you on your heels. Well led by Gardner Minshew. He had the big throw to get it going on third down. Sanchez stands a yard deep in the end zone. Patriots come with an all-out rush, and he punts it away. And then with nobody back to return the ball, lands shy of the 35, bounces inside the 25, rolls across the 20, and comes to a stop between the hash marks at the 17 of New England. Can you explain to me what the hell we're doing? Did they not have enough people on the field? That's why they had to run they Douglas, ran Douglas up? up to the 25 because I think they took Schooler from the jammer to try to block. And he spun down. Come sack. Backs his way into the sack, and Matt goes down, tripped up as he got away from the initial defender, and then just lost his balance. And Mack is going to be sacked again. Jones dropping back, looking to throw. He's pressured another sack on third down. He's going to be hit again. He tries to escape. Still on his feet, pushing forward, but he is brought down at the line of scrimmage. Oh, wait. Not it might not be a sack. You're getting your tails. If not, just pass it. Down then rushing it. They will say a sack because there was no gain. So a sack for Indianapolis. This is a team that came in, by the way, with 22 sacks in nine games and now has five sacks in five series. I'm just, I'm just more fired up they're playing Wonder All. Shotgun snap, shoulder high, a four-man rush. Minshew moves up, throws on the go. Ball is tipped and intercepted by Bryant. Devine tipped it. Bryant pitch it off, and he has it in midfield. Take away New England. It's the second time this year Tobias got it off the tip, right? Talk about Jelani Tobias. Police in the middle, finds the zone. Boy, was he open. Minshew could have ran it and even picked it up. He decided to throw it. Tobias with the tip and Bryant with the pick. Got to do something now. Got the ball midfield. Snaps it back to Jones. He stands in the pocket. Come on, Mac. Mac no. Jones now shovels an no. underhand on the Stevens in the And the pass is incomplete. Landing on the turf at the 20-yard line. You're in the critical juncture. It is third down, and you're feeling the pressure again. Ball should have been gone. Clock in your head. It's got to be ticking. You've got to have an internal clock as a quarterback. You're down here. Things speed up. One, two, three. Ball's got to be gone. Nope. You step up, and then you throw, flip a dangerous one. If Ramondre He's tips that, Stevenson tipped the ball away. Ramondre Stevenson saved his tail. Two hands, he shoveled this ball in Lost the air. Falling to the ground. It's in. A, it's it, you can't explain it. It's inexplic inexplicable. What he just did. Play fake by Jones. Drop it back. the right call to make here. The right call, I knew when the pick happened, said you gotta sit him down. Zappi played 30 snaps in seven series in weeks four and five. Relieving Jones late, 
versus Dallas and New Orleans. Both runaway losses. Now he's got a chance to engineer heroics. Here in the fourth, put a long field to navigate down four from the 14. Zappi in his third appearance of this season. Two knows a starter last year. Now in relief, he snaps it. Faked it. Takes the snap, he faked it. He throws down the middle, passes intercepted. Oh. A break on the ball and an interception by Rodney Thomas. The Patriots tried to fake the spike. Zappi floated one down the middle, and Thomas ran it all the way in center field, and the Colts are going to celebrate in Frankfurt. Whether it was the starter or the reliever, the last two series for the Patriots end in an interception. Well, I think, I think we're at the point. It's a hope and prayer for the reliever at that point. The problem is you've seen too much for the starter in the way that's gone in too many of those opportunities and games. We're heading to the bye. And it's time to make a switch. And now the Colts in victory formation. Let me ask about that decision, though, to call that play in that situation. Especially the guy who's just coming into the game. Like I said, you're climbing them out here at that point. You know, no prep going in and all that. But Minshew taking the knee on the final snap in Frankfurt between the Patriots and the Colts and the NFL. Good fun in Germany with you, buddy. Concludes its schedule in Germany here in 2023. The sight, the atmosphere, the fandom, all lived up to, if not exceeded, expectations. And the Patriots, who came here hoping to turn things around, at least for the second half of the season, to avoid a three-game losing streak. As a home team in Frankfurt, fall in a fashion all too similar in 2023 so many others they dropped the decision 10 to 6 to the indianapolis colts all right back here in patriots unfiltered 855 past 500 is the ace ticket hotline web radio at patriots.com is the email address it's deuce tamara evan paul myself back from germany we're yeah. talk, you know it's We've quickly moved on from the game, and you know we're really kind of talking about the buy and what's next. Um, so let's get to some of these emails um, that are coming in. Uh, lots of them, and you know, again, thank you for all the fans that are sticking with us, both calling, emailing, coming to the games, watching on TV, buying the apparel. Uh, that that's the best part of this whole thing is is the fans, and that's why I was. Most the thing that upset me the most of not winning in Germany is that we let down those fans. So can't get that back. Um, let's see. Mike writes in. He says, "Love the show. Outside of the two blowout losses, the other losses were within one score. I was really hoping for wins against the Colts, Raiders, and Commanders. If we had taken those winnable games, we would actually be in contention for a playoff spot. So what is the reason?" It seems traditional Patriots strengths like special teams, attention to detail, uh, in other words, no dumb penalties, receivers in the right spots, etc., in strong situational football are no longer the norm. Definitely some very poor drafting, but is it also because of some poor work by the more junior assistant coaches as well? Are Belichick's kids good coaches? Is there a scouting problem? Hubris by the head coach. Thoughts? Um, I would say that for the most part, for the most part, if you look at teams that are bad, this is how it looks. Not every game is going to be a 30-point blowout. 
that, Mo- most games in the league are not right. So a, a lot of the time, even when a team finishes two and fifteen or three and fourteen or something like that, there's probably a handful of games that are were coin flips and they and they could have gone the other way had a couple of bounces or a couple of things gone in their direction. But that that's just the way it is. Like I I don't I don't think that that's too uncommon that a team that's two and eight has like three or four games that they probably you could say oh well. You know, if Kayshawn Booty gets his foot in bounds in Week One, or if you know they may, they pick up that lateral thing on on fourth down against the Dolphins, or like what I think you, a lot of teams could probably do that. Yeah, and yeah. in three of their eight losses were blowouts. They yeah. lost by multiple scores in three three games. That's a lot. You know that that means that you're probably one of the lower echelon teams. And yeah, I agree with Evan. I think you could talk yourself into having a chance to win games if you miraculously have a lateral to alignment down a touchdown in the last 30 seconds of a game. Yeah. You can say that, well, we could have won that. We, sh- we should have won that game. I'd argue you were a lot closer to losing one of the games you won than winning that one. Yeah, be yeah. careful about what you say about one-score games because pretty much every Super Bowl – was that for well, the pretty Patriots. much every game in the league is yeah. a one score and, game. And it's I was like, going to lead into that. I like, want to say seventy eight percent of the games right. in the league All, are one score games. Most of these games yeah. are like that, you know. And the difference between the good teams and the bad te- teams is when the pressure is down the stretch, they make the plays, and and uh, the bad teams don't. And that's where the Patriots are these days. They used to be a good team, and they'd make those plays. Yeah. Now they don't. I think that was what's most surprising, just that they didn't take advantage of those opportunities down the end. I mean, I, was, I felt pretty sure they were going to win the game. Um, you know, in regards to the defense, though, I, I – um, Which game? The game that I – what? Which what? game did you say they you felt pretty sure on. they were going to win? When, when they were sitting on the goal line with, like, two minutes left and Mac was about to throw an interception right before that. Oh, I felt you pretty – You know what's At funny? that moment, I was like – I, feel I like thought they were going right to score here. a touchdown. I didn't think they were going to win the game. I think there was a lot of time left still. Yeah. I, I would say to the defense, It was like though, five and a half minutes left when that happened. Was it really? Yeah. That well, much? Yeah, because the Colts took over. And got a first down. Well, they had done yeah. nothing. When the pick happened, it was had like 4-11-ish. Cool. The Colts haven't really done anything, right, the rest of the game. You thought you felt pretty good the Colts were going to put together I the, a scoring I drop. thought the Colts scored after every time the Patriots scored. No, and I think they would have done it see, again. He, I know he, he's like that. I felt that the Patriots had got a touchdown. They were going to win. Yeah. I think the I best too. they would have had was overtime. They might have held them to a field goal. Yeah, but I I have no doubt that it would have gone down and. Uh, I'm and surprised that you're, you're so sure about that. I just l- watched. I mean, because he thinks the defense stinks. That's I, his way of saying. I the didn't Patriots think. Defense first of stinks. all, I didn't think they stunk on Sunday. Yeah, I thought the defense played pretty well on Sunday, but I think that there were opportunities that the Colts had every time they had the ball to move more than they did, <laughs> and I, I think that they would have probably moved. I'm judging on the last three years, not like just nothing. Yeah. Not, not like waiting for something bad to I'm happen. interested to see what you said about the defense because have, uh, we haven't talked anything about the defense. Yeah, so. well, I, I mean, I, I said I still, you know, I kind of have confidence still in the defensive coaching staff. I just think that they don't have game changers up front and they don't have a pass rush guy who can win. And well, they could not I, finish. Yeah, and that was that was the biggest thing. I, you know, it's just it's it, they're trying their hardest, you know, with Keon White. And, I mean, but Barmore is really the only pass rusher I feel like they have right now who can win a one-on-one matchup and actually get to the quarterback He's if someone's trying to block rusher. him. He's not a you know, pass rusher. No, and, He's a pass disruptor. Yeah, he's a disruptor. I mean, he's the only one who kind of disrupts. He's not a sack guy. But I, I, you know, digging yesterday, I kind of nerded out on a bunch of stats. But it just it feels like the 2020 defense to me that they just they don't really have 
a stud up front. And I think, you know, if they did, they probably would have finished out Gardner Minshew a couple times. But overall, I still think that they're playing pretty hard. They're, they're, they're doing a pretty good job against the run. I think they're doing um, really well against they, the they, run. They just don't have the horses right now, and I think that right. that's, you know, what, what, yeah. what this defense is at. But, you know, put Judon and Gonzalez back in the mix, and I think you'd really, you know, start yeah. to see a defense that's capable like enough. If you're, if you're a sack guy, Barmore is your best friend. Yeah. Because he's going to disrupt and he's going to – the quarterback's going to fall it's in your arms. It's just him, and Uche, yeah. Uche doesn't move the needle. I mean, Evan and I were talking about him. We, we both kind of saw the same thing with Uche. It's like, why is Uche trying to power through guys? Like, that is not oh, his game. It's, it's like he's, he's dancing small, He's quick. He should be trying to get around guys and, and get the edge. But, you know, Evan, I'll let him expound upon it. But he had the point. A lot of times you couldn't tell if they just had so little pass rush juice or if they're really just trying to keep Gardner Minshew in the pocket because they were that scared of letting him get out, which – it's kind of curious. Or, or, or I know, I know. No, it doesn't, no, it doesn't make sense. Or but they that's just what thought he was like. going to make a mistake. Yeah, which just, he did once. I just thought that with Uche, I, I worry that he knows that they want fundamentally sound edge setters, like guys that are going to keep contain and guys that are going to set the edge of the defense and things like that. And when I watch him rush now, I, I just don't see last year. He had all these finesse moves, like all, like he had a full repertoire. Of, yeah. Like the, yeah. I mean, I <laughs> exactly, uh, you know, speed rush was obviously like his base, his foundation, but he had all sorts of stuff off of the speed. And now this year, it's just like a, it's like a, speed to power yeah. bull rush Run into every the wall and the guy just takes like one step and is like okay yeah. you're not going anywhere yeah and i just wonder if that has to do with the fact that he's being coached to keep the guy in the pocket and play that kind of football and if i was the patriots at this point i just let him loose like yeah. just like get him get after the quarterback if you lose contain you lose contain like yeah. what Minshew no. doesn't seem like the guy that you have to worry about that right? no just, just get him <laughs> I just don't get, get him and i do think they played well on sunday fred they kept them in the game i mean they gave 10 points I uh, thought they didn't play very well, to be honest. Okay, I you know what I think of as a whole. I yeah. and I I thought a, I don't want to nitpick because Fred just gets mad at me and we get in semantic arguments. Yeah, I thought the reason they only scored ten points is because either Minshew missed guys or they dropped the pass when he actually got it there. I I watching it back, I sort of felt the same way. Now they, they were excellent against the run. I couldn't agree more. They they really shut down the run. Uh, they built a wall all game long. Guy Godshaw. Wise, Barmore, Peppers. All those guys deserve a ton of credit for how they held the line of scrimmage all and did it all without Juwan Bentley. Yep. So, yeah. a point that Mike and I hammered in the postgame show how yeah. impressive it was without the one guy yeah. that you'd expect yeah. to be a huge yeah, part of. That. They were really good up front in this game, uh, played really well. I thought the pass defense did exactly the same as it did against the Commanders. And uh, you know, Sam Howell just made a few more plays than, than Gardner Mitchell. There was did. opportunities for. Uh, Half dozen twenty plus yard plays in that game that either Minshew missed or like the tight end dropped down the sideline. Oh line. god, yeah. But but how many of those do you feel like were like four seconds into the down because he had been like scurrying and guys? So, you know, but how many of them did you watch the replay and see why didn't he just throw it to this guy right away? Oh yeah, yeah and yeah, then he yeah. would scramble and say, "Well, why didn't he throw it to that guy? He's not open." Yeah, like I thought they could have right down to the you know you need a th- you need a three and out after you um a- after you throw the pick, right? You want to get the ball back after that three and out. And it's third and less than one. And they call a Fakakta center uh, violation for no reason at all. They showed the replay. He didn't move the ball at all. Now it's third and six. You got to get off the field. Yeah. They get like a 30 yard play to Josh Downs. 28. Yeah. That was that like, was the one that I highlighted. That's, that that's was why I think if they had gone ahead 13 10, the best they would have had was overtime. Because I think now they're going to throw the ball on every play. They're not going to waste downs by running into a brick wall. They're going to throw it in every play. They're going to move 50 yards and kick a field goal at minimum. 
Uh, Terrence from Colts Territory says, just want to say the trip over to Frankfurt was awesome. Too bad we had to witness that crappy product on the field. We definitely need a new quarterback because Mac is broken and needs a new change of scenery. Unlike most Patriots fans, I'm putting all of these issues at the foot of the head coach who most uh, most people continue to give a pass. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I know you. Not all, as many people give him a pass as give Mac a pass. I know you all can't say it because you work for the Patriots, but I know deep down you have to believe it's time for a change. Bill needs to go. I'm all for having a new voice within the organization because this team will never evolve with his cheap and stubborn way of doing things. I'll be totally happy with an offensive-minded coach to pair with the next quarterback. If Bill stays with the new quarterback, it will be more of the same. Trust me. So. Hopefully, a, hopefully a freewheeling spending offensive. Uh, uh, on the other hand, Rich and Santa Cruz writes in, sorry if you've already covered this, but as a fan, I do not want to get rid of Bill. Being a fan is about wins, sure, but it's also about the characters, the people. Didn't we learn our lesson about kicking Brady out the door? Yes, Bill struggled with drafting for the last decade, but there is so many factors in that. Luck, injury, staff. If Brock Purdy doesn't show that drafting can be a crapshoot, then I don't know what does. Being a fan is not just wearing a Patriots jersey. Keep Bill, keep Billy O, sit Mac now, and let's draft and empty the bank and draft draft picks and trade draft picks for known players that have prove, proven themselves in the NFL. Still trusting Bill and loving having our jerky, morose, cranky leader. He is the Patriots, and I love it. Hmm. And I want to fly or drown on this ship that has given us the best ride we've had in football history and see if he can turn it around. I just... Yeah. A- admirable loyalty. Yeah. How many more? That's a- like, no, I'm, I'm dead serious. How many That's more admirable loyalty? How many more losing seasons do we have to get until we realize that he wasn't it? Can yeah. I just like uh, it wasn't him? Sorry. Uh, obviously, yeah. I think we all disagree with the the sentiment, but I'm just going to pick up one particular part. Okay, so Brock Purdy is obviously shows you what a crapshoot it is. So it has nothing to do with anybody that works with Brock Purdy after that. Okay. So then why are we in love with Bill Belichick, who had the same crapshoot come in on Tom Brady? Because if we're not going to give Kyle Shanahan and the San Francisco staff any credit for what they're doing with Brock Purdy, then why are we giving it to Bill for winning six titles with a crapshoot at 199? Yeah. I tell you, that crapshoot in, t- in the 2022 draft is just an absolute train wreck right now. I mean, I just – Did anybody and, read and the, the peop- Bill Bar- Barnwell yes, thing Yes, and he doesn't even watch the games because he just refers to him as like – he refers to Cole Strange as like, oh, he's been in and out of the lineup. I'm like, you don't have any clue what you're talking about if that's all you're seeing with Cole Strange. Like, he can't play guard. Like, that's the problem. <laughs> Not that he was in and out I'm of the lineup. I'm just glad somebody else is I love say Angry it. Deuce. I mean, D- Angry Deuce is my new favorite Well, I mean, character. he's standing next to DeForest Buckner. It looks like his son, you know, like, and that's how big DeForest Buckner is. And he Please, was just like, just keep going. Like he's giving them lessons. Like, I'm sorry. Like that whole draft class, other than whatever Marcus Jones gives you on punt returns, is almost a complete and total wash. But what and, I liked and we about, could have told you that at the time. Like, what they, I liked about the so Barnwell thing, it was eight years. It's not like, oh, he missed on that draft class last year. It's eight years. They had like two players in the top three rounds. Yeah. Other than Welcome Marcus Jones, yeah. they, they overdrafted every single player in that draft. Like, Cole Strange was really a day two guy that they drafted in the first round. Tyquan was really a day three guy that they drafted in the second round. And Marcus Jones was the only pick that they went with the consensus guy. And he's the best player that you got in the draft. And really, he's kind of just a punt returner. Right. Yeah. And that's what it seems like. As like a third round pick, like, you'll you'll take what he's given you when he's healthy. Uh, But everybody else on that board was like, we were, like a surprise, like I mean, Tyquan was like, really, like this guy at 50th overall. And not wouldn't be surprised to see 
all of those people we just named out of the mix next year if there was you know a, a complete like kind of redo so none of those with, guys with, are financial with, with Cole Strange I could not agree with you more I mean it's it's bad I what I do wonder with him is if he's a center yeah and, and maybe like when Andrews retires if if he takes over at center because at center you can be a smaller it's the last resort right that's that I mean there's nowhere else he's going I mean he's not going to running back yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, friend of the show frequent emailer caller Spee in Fresno is getting open heart surgery tomorrow so yes good luck to you uh, thoughts with you. Um, he writes in, he says, I felt bad for Mac. He looked like a tortured soul on the sidelines after the pick, even more than normal. I figured Bill saw that and determined Mac was mentally too checked out to see the field. Anyway, last week on Catch-22, Evan pointed to coaching points not getting through to players as a problem with the players. Yes, if receivers are running five and a half yards when they've been told to run six, that's their fault. But communication is a two-way street. Maybe Bill is stretched too thin, or maybe he's delegating to the wrong people, but it's plausible that somewhere along the line, the coaches aren't the sort of communicators they need to be for the players of today. That's a big reason to root for a younger, modern coaching regime. Yeah, I mean, that was my that was my entire point. It was like, I think that people, we have callers that call in and emailers that, that, that say, why not just get a GM and pair him with Bill? And it's like I've watched this entire year and even mostly last year too. What what is Bill good at coaching anymore? Like what where what about this team over the last two years says that coach is pretty good? Like where? Where on the field have they been a, a well coached team? They're an error repeating team, which I think is probably like the biggest indictment of what yep. he's usually standing for. Yeah, I mean on defense, if they send another like nickel blitz where the guy just flies right by the quarterback and doesn't actually bring him down, I'm gonna <laughs> lose my mind. They can't they don't tackle well on defense. They don't play like smart, fundamentally sound defense. You know, before the half, to Paul's point, like there's a wheel route down the sideline that Jalen Mills just lets go. Like I, I everybody else is playing main coverage except Jalen Mills. And, and they're all looking around at him after the play, like that that was your guy, dude. Like, what are you what are you doing? He thinks it's zone, so he like plays the flat. The the tight end just runs right by him. That should have been a touchdown. I thought my my take on the defense and, was going to get attacked by Evan. Evidently, I was being too easy on them. Yeah, and then also, special teams is a disaster. Special teams yeah. is a disaster. They they run zero blitzes now, yeah. where like there's just six guys open. Like it, it just everybody's open on the play, and, and there's no so effective. I printed out some of the league stats. Oh oh oh. oh, oh. So do you know they're I love that they're twenty third. They're receiving team, so their average starting drive is twenty third in the league, right? Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, uh, that's their receiving team. Their kicking team, they average allowing the 27th best. Like, they're not good on kick return or kick off. Their punter, I probably won't be able to find that now, um, is down in the lower third. Jeez, Let's put it that way. He, got he, is on the, he is on the way up a little bit. I see uh, one on your back. Your thing there, there's a highlight. Did you highlight well, something? No, those are just highlighted. when the. Do you never look at the, the stats when they send oh, them oh, out? Oh, 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 the I, Patriots. I don't have a color printer. But they're still highlighted. Sorry, that's what confused me. I thought you oh. did extra work, Paul. I was no, I don't do. I don't do any work. <laughs> I just like for a team. Again, I know everybody says this, but for a team that carries itself, like treating that third phase of the game as important as the other two, it's not. Yeah. But they treat it that way, and they still lag behind. If you can just tell me where, point to me where they're well coached. Yeah. Point, point to me where they're a well coached team. In any of the three phases, they're stout and two gapping up front and stopping the run. <laughs> there it is. Okay. Um, Thank good job, Demarcus. Covington. Can I make one more point yeah. too about the 2022 draft <laughs> class? You know how you always, you know how you always are like, well, you really got to wait three years. Like, 
We don't have to wait through. Like I'm like we're a year and a half. We're done. Like that draft class is done. It's no. Matt. It's Marcus mm-hmm. Jones and what does but he end up playing any slot corner at all? Do you remember last it. year? How people talked about this draft class? Well, you got a starting guard. He's going to plug him, in, plug and play. Ten Absolutely years, not. plug and play. And you got Thornton. He can fly. Look what he was doing before he got hurt. Slow start, but then look what he did against Cleveland. Another hit. Marcus Jones, dynamic All Pro punt returner, won a game for you. Look at him. Jack Jones, pick six on Aaron on Aaron Rodgers. That was the draft class, yeah. and we didn't have to wait right. three years then. No, right? We don't now. Now uh, Deuce has got a, a, a well, hill to die on. I'll, I'll, I'll just the say, 2022 I'll, draft. That draft I'll, was I'll terrible say it right now. So it's terrible now. But everybody was telling us how negative we were last and year. And we were people saying, are I don't still like telling class. me that Cole, uh, I'm too harsh on Cole Strange. It's like, do you I, watch the game? I mean, I, I you feel I pretty confident about I'll saying he will not be a starting guard for the team next year. He no. will not be the starting he guard. He shouldn't be. I mean, the guy the guy that they drafted in the fourth round is already better than he is. Right. So you think it'll be Mafia and so? I don't know, but it ain't going to be him. Uh, Jeffrey in Canada, I get, a lo- lingo there, I get a lot of the talk will be Mac this week, which is deserved. However, I think ownership needs to stay focused on the root cause of all this, which for me is Belichick. Mike is right. It's the drafts. Where he has been picking the wrong players over and over for about a decade, it's defenders will name the two to three good players he's got like a blind squirrel, but 10 years, six-plus picks per year, and almost nothing to show for it. It's been mentioned on this show that Bill despises the current college game. But newsflash, 99% of the players who play NFL football come from college football. Now, 10 years later, all the other teams have evolved and know what players to draft that will work. Based on his track record, Bill can't. You can't miss on 90% of your picks and say you know what you're doing. Does anyone in this show see any way Bill is still with the Patriots next year? It's getting harder to to think that, but yeah, I don't know. Be interesting. And just to be clear, Bill has always hated the college game. That's not a new phenomenon. He doesn't I hate the hate he doesn't the hate the game. current college game. <laughs> He's always hated college football. Yeah, I, screens, go routes. That's what he used yeah. to say all the time. And this is back in like oh oh three yeah. when he would talk to Penalties, us. Penalties, big plays, turnovers. Yeah, that's I'm, like just I'm every the product play. of college football. Not a fan. I agree with that. The pageantry. You need the yeah. professional football players who are going to take it. Well, seriously. I got to tell you, what do you? I mean, this is probably not good to bring up at 157, <laughs> um, but I, I think the current game right now, this season, hasn't been great. The NFL. Well, you yeah. know, the scoring being down. And I don't stuff mind like the that. scoring like, being no, down because I'm not a big. I got to have like a 41-30. No, I mean, that no, Detroit. Me the Detroit Chargers game was fantastic to watch the other day, but I don't want every game like that. That was like a one-off. Two good offenses going head-to-head, making plays all over the place. Now, part of me was still sitting there saying, why the hell are they not double-teaming Keenan Allen? You know, why are you letting him catch like 13 balls for 180 yards and two touchdowns or whatever it was? Guy still plays well, huh? You know? But he's healthy. I'm like one hamstring. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I agree I don't with think you. the league – I don't I, think the games have been great. No. I, there's not enough padded practices. Like, I know that people don't want – like, I, I understand everybody's got the same playing field. Yeah, everybody's got the same playing field, so they all yeah. stink. Yeah. Like you got the offensive line play around the, on the around the league is an epidemic. Like they, nobody can block anybody. They they have to find a way in the summertime to have more padded practices, obviously safely. Like no one wants mm-hmm. players to get hurt. No so, one wants any. And of the that. injuries well, have also been huge this year. And I know it's yeah. probably the same as always. But it just seems like there's been a lot of serious injuries this year. I mean, do you think that this is a red flag to the league of of how do we pick scoring back up? I mean, it seemed like they've been so intent on that lately. I don't know. I don't. I don't necessarily. Like I said, I'm, I'm not necessarily upset with the caliber of play because the scoring's down. I just don't think that um, it's been you know 
down because the defenses are really good. The games have probably been close though too. I, I mean, there's got to be a stat out there about how games have probably been. I mean, there was six like lower. There was six game-winning walk-off field goals. That's a record. Yeah. Well, this this weekend, just this weekend. So maybe they'll you, like you're not right. going to get any of these people on the phone? Uh, we don't have time, but right. I appreciate everyone calling and emailing. We only got it to a fraction of you, but people we'll be great. back tomorrow, 12 o'clock. So uh, come back to us tomorrow, Thursday. We're, we're here. It's not a bye week for us. Uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts. The world's original podcast.